This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. All right. And we are live, fresh on that Thursday, <laughs> live campfire, a <laughs> little different, you know, a little figure we come together, do something special. Obviously, E is, is going away and uh, we would like to sneak something in, but it's the last word with Lord Cognito, E. Bontis and Ty Guy Travis. We absolutely love that we're able to do this. So uh, first, what's going on with you, E? We, I'm happy that I was able to. I didn't think I'd be able to podcast with you. I, I know. Yeah, yesterday. I'm literally yeah. getting ready to set an alarm for like 2.30 in the morning. And as a normal human being, not a vampire like you, this is going to be I wake up early anyway. Like I'm used to setting alarms at 4.30, 4.50 because I go teach classes at like 5.30 in the morning. Right. 2.30 is just a whole different level of bad. So mm -hmm. I have an early departure for a flight. COVID test is done. Got the negative mm -hmm. result there. Mostly done with packing, getting all that stuff kind of no. set up and everything. Um, mm -hmm. But like what I will tell you, traveling right now internationally is a bit of a hassle. <laughs> Yeah, because there's an app for the country. You got to fill that stuff out there. You got to scan in your immigration form. You got to get that QR code. You scan that into a yeah. different app that you got to put in for the airline that you're flying through. Put your information mm -hmm. in there. Scan in your COVID test. Take your picture of your passport. Take your picture of this. And I'm just like, anybody need anything else? I think you all have my life story by now. So I've yeah. been prepping for travel since Tuesday. But it is if we can just make it where we're going, I'm good. Our connection yeah. is in Miami, which has me worried. Because it's not mm. the quietest airport, nor is, you know, Florida yeah, in the best crazy. place right now. Mm -hmm. um, it's an hour and 12 minutes. Currently, mm. our gates are not that far apart. But that stuff okay. moves all throughout the day until you're basically mm -hmm. like an hour away. So cross my fingers that the gate actually stays there. Because <laughs> uh, it's actually a pretty good connection right now. But yeah, I'm just basically prepping to fly. But we got two things major to talk about. The twelve we knew was going to be meaty. And then yesterday it just exploded. Um, so we have to talk about that as well. Oh, so yeah. before we get into that stuff, though, Travis, man, got you on here in the middle of the day. Don't let anybody at work know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, secret sauce. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Man. How you doing, look, man? Look what's happened to this podcast. We're on a Thursday. It We're on YouTube. Uh, I'm here. Yeah. We got Crucible Maps announced. I mean, just like Fireteam <laughs> Chat, I'm going to be... I'm going to I'm going to be known for uh, in your guys's uh, community for for being the harbinger of when the show really went downhill. I'll be like, man, when that guy Travis, we got on YouTube. Yeah. That was it. That was the beginning of the end. Beginning of the end. Yeah. You guys you guys have like 18 months left of the show. And then and then, you know, that's 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 all she wrote. So that's it. That's uh, but no, it. I'm doing that's good a pretty now. good run. We, we could at least here. make it to 200 at that point. You know, yeah, it's true. We yeah. gotta get to three hundred one though. Three hundred one. Yeah. <laughs> well, we kinda... have to get to three hundred one on fire team chat. Yeah. Well, you guys will probably uh... do that on about August twenty. Well, fourth or whenever. I'm sure you guys or twenty seventh or something. Twenty seventh. Yeah, you'll probably do it that Friday. Then. So. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Um, Cog, what have you been up to, man? Chilling, man. I played a played a bit of Destiny. I'm actually um finishing. 
I'm actually going to get my Splicer title. I, I didn't even realize how close I was to it. Like, just not really playing, playing sporadically. You know what it is? I was doing a lot of um farming for Splicer weapons. I really like the Splicer weapons. I'm a um, huge fan of Ignition Code. Huge fan of Grid Skipper. Um, it's becoming one of my PVE joints. I'm, I'm liking my... I love the heating up perk with... um. Right now, I'm using multi-kill clip. I have a multi-kill clip frenzy option because of the expunge mm, farm yep. where you get the the two thing. Nice. So what I was realizing, I was getting a lot of the challenges done. So now I just got to finish the board. I got two more spots at the bottom for the 500 decrypted. And then it, dude, I will have the title. I'm nice. like, I can't believe I'm actually going to have a title. And I played very, very casually. So yeah, it's yeah. like, I, I've been pretty light on it as well. And I had to go get like, mm four champions and expunges and mine mm -hmm. was mine was the same thing it was a couple boxes to check but it was a pretty natural title mm -hmm. it's not like fate breaker not even close mm -hmm. i mean probably nowhere near even anything on that one but no the splicer mm -hmm. title definitely is not too bad i have been playing grime this week uh it's a little indie kind of 2d souls like um and then off stream i played a little bit of eldest souls which i can't remember who said that I think Paul did because I was listening to DCP mm -hmm. and they were talking about it. Eldest Souls is like the epitome of um, SEO. Yes. Because they have Eldest for Elden Ring. Souls ah, is in there and they just like they combine all the words. So if you I look up what you're bound that. to trip over this game. That cracked mm. me up when uh, Tassie said that. I forget where he said it, though. And it's a fun little basically kind of it's a kind of top down boss rush. Mm. But it's got a few. It was kind of cool just a little like not quite pixel art but it was it was a fun little game just in this little break i finished mass effect 2 which mm. that was the big one so two is done mm. um bigger that better than one or oh is this the question i still i gotta finish all three before yeah. i really give mm. my vote but is it better than but one is it better I mean, than just one? doing this too <laughs> just doing based on what you play i mean you may like one better don't feel pressure no i mean if like you it's... like one better you stand on your square and say you know what you guys i enjoyed one better it was very interesting to go through Mass Effect 2 being as so much of... I did every loyalty mission, every recruitment. And then you get to what this thing that you kind of get introduced to in the beginning. And you're like, okay, how many more steps are going to be after that? That was it. <laughs> like, you had the cool moment when you get there, but so much of it was building these characters. Now, did I like learning about the characters? Some were better than others. But some mm. of the missions were really cool that you got to learn about. Some of them weren't as much. I did a couple... I didn't do as much of the DLC, uh, but I've done some <laughs> question. question. Yeah. Um, so did you do all right? Did you do you did layer of the shadow broker? I did shadow broker. Yes, I did that one. Liar is okay. hanging out there now. So, OK, cool question in reference to squad mates. You said you liked a lot of the stories, like the personal story. Like, yeah, I mean, me each the loyal top, give me top top three squad mates that you liked. Hmm. Um, first let's start with the favorite who was your in Mass Effect 2 who was your favorite squad mate that you felt that you had to have every mission like you really enjoyed playing with that character or when story I got them but Thane was yeah. so unique my man Thane was That's really unique I just like because like you know the photographic memory how it relive oh, his things yeah. the stuff that he went through obviously mm -hmm. having to like deal with his kid but didn't have to actually kill him Um, all yeah. that so it was like I went full Paragon, by the way, in case anybody's wondering how my mm -hmm. playthrough went. It was full Paragon. Um, yeah. Romance, Liara, and Miranda, I think. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm I'm setting it up. I'm like, (laughs) well, this one happened and it was because of in Mass Effect 1, I did Romance Liara. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going through this one and it was like just Miranda was a kind of a very obvious, but really the only one that ended up playing out, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. Trying to think of, so Thane was cool. Garrus is always cool. Garrus is just like Mm -hmm. a legit kind of chill dude, kind of a bit of a badass, but somewhat subdued in his own little way. He's just kind of a, a cool guy to have with you. Um, yeah. Grunt was actually a surprise. I didn't expect. Really? First Grunt? Okay. No, Talk I mean, me. no, I mean, Grunt was just a surprise to experience like his story. And then when you go, vi- went to visit like Rex and T'chaka. you got to see him again mm-hmm. and then got a little more background of the whole culture behind all of And that was what was mm. like, that's what. It's like, yeah. are these games going to stand out as much to me? playing them right. later on probably not as much for you guys because i didn't play them in the moment when they were kind of mind-blowing at the time and that's one of those things for me playing it later on they're cool but i've played also ghost of tsushima god of war has yeah, blown course, me away course. like certain things yeah. like that have it's set a bar years ago yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's like if you play them in context and i probably have to go look up be like what came out during this time would give right. me better context to know how some of these would feel mm-hmm. um but it like the way you got and it all depends on how much you want to talk to these people. There's a lot of dialogue in these mm-hmm. games. If you keep going back and you keep engaging. Yep. If you more, don't yeah. get into the dialogue, you're probably going to miss mm-hmm. a lot. But the way I, when I got done, because I went through every side mission, I didn't do all the expansions or the DLCs. Mm-hmm. I left Firewalker. I left Arrival, which is probably fine. I heard. You um, speed run through this. Ooh. No, I did literally every loyalty mission. All of yeah, them. Yeah, ME2 is not long. ME2 is not There's ME1, actually. They're mm-hmm. they're both kind of kind of quick. ME three surprisingly is the one that I think takes the longest to get through. Um, but yeah, it's like for me it was like Thane was a cool standout. Um, Samara was kind of surprising yeah. actually because of the Justicar. Yeah, the Justicar, the like way they felt about her on the Asari world, which I can't forget, remember mm-hmm. the name of. Um, but mm-hmm. also, tell me more about the Justicars. I'd like yeah, to learn t- more about you. <laughs> I should yeah, go. The classic Shepard line. Oh, yeah, God. Just... Yeah. And it's like his dialogue got a little better in this one. He does feel kind of like canned at times because you're like trying yeah. to learn more here and there. Uh, Mike, honest question will be is if I actually like three more than all of them. I will be wondering I if that's how I think you will. I think you will. The consensus seems to be those new to the series for the first time now playing them in the Legendary Edition in succession like three uh, the most. And I could understand it. I could totally understand it. Yeah, I was like, uh, I mean, you get used to, it's not quite the same, here's a box room. here. It's not right. the same oh, yeah, rooms yeah, yeah. copied over, so you are kind of traversing, but it's like, here's another thing of cover that you're going to go through. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I still went infiltrator, so I did a lot of sniping. I basically clicked a bunch of heads. Um, nice. But it was cool to see um, Jack was another story, like having her oh, with Jack. you just to blow stuff. So I was like, there are some really cool characters in this world. But it was like, spend this time, do like two or three missions with this one character. And then you turn and focus on the next one. You turn and focus on the next one. We went through the Avengers Assemble. But now it's like, now I want to like play three and spend time with them because I just got to know everybody. You just got to know everybody. You and then, will. You and then will. you're like, okay, and, Boom, and we're kind of yeah. done. And it was like, yeah. it was almost an abrupt ending because mm-hmm. I was honestly wondering, it's like, I feel like you could start go find the minimum number of crew members and then try mm-hmm. and finish. And if you found enough that might work, you might get through it. You probably would die. I don't know. But right. um, did everyone survive on your season? Everybody did survive. Yes. Nice. So nice. I had all this, I had all the ship upgrades. I figured out that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was playing with Chad. So they kind of guided me to a couple of the 
crew choices in the final mm-hmm. situation. Um, yeah, it was nice. like it was cool. It was definitely a legitimate like putting everybody together. That mission was mm-hmm. definitely like hands down over one. There was nothing in one that compared to specifically mm-hmm. like the ending mission of that one. I mean, that mm-hmm. was that's a big distinction that you said. Okay, okay. so it's like to me, I don't. I mean, but on the other, like for mission wise, but I yeah. will say narratively though, like the like discussion one. with Sovereign hit me still almost harder yes. than yes, most that things that happened in that two. Was powerful. Because that, that discussion with Sovereign was like, oh, you f- I finally like understood how grand of a scale we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Very chilling conversation. Yeah. Basically like you yeah. don't mean squat. Yeah. You, you kind of will squash you like a bug is what your, it felt your like. Your race is inevitable. Basically. Yeah, sovereign talk is dope. Okay, yeah, so Sovereign deny. was There's cool. lots of that in three. Three is just yeah, really three you got to love. Yeah, and then you got the flash <laughs> of like, oh. <laughs> I was yeah. like, all right. Well, here they come. So that's kind of where it's at. But I mean, it's been a cool journey so far after putting mm-hmm. both of these together. Like, there's certain decisions. So, you know, you drive the Mako around before and you're like, oh, I found like, here's the resources on the ground. And I did more driving than I probably should, but I had enough resources. But I was like, and now I'm like moving my mouse around and throwing yeah, yeah. the probes at the planet and trying to see if I get I the little it. graph to move. I got it. I and got then it. the DLCs apparently have the hammerhead, which is the hover Mako. So, I mean, there's not good. Yeah. Yeah, so I heard that that was actually later because I kept bumping into those. I'm like, you guys told yeah, me there was no Mako, and then I'm going through all yeah. the all these things. So it was kind of funny. DLC. DLC. Yeah, yeah, apparently I did more of those than I thought. But I mean, overall, the cast is really cool. I mean, you could sit there and think about each person. I mean, the throwaways. Jacob kind of feels like a throwaway. His mission wasn't yeah, bad, but his was yeah, mostly okay. Um, all the humans are boring. And kind of, yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Like Miranda's was a little bit more. Um, Miranda's you, fun if you take. Take Jack on that her loyalty mission. You want a good laugh? <laughs> Jack don't give a hell about it. Like, it is like, some touching moment. She's saying real cold-blooded stuff. Yeah. Like, and yeah. then on the other side, though, it's all, like when you go through and see Tali's mission, oh. you get to see so much about, and I'm never going to get the race right. What is she? Quarian? Quarian. Okay. She's Quarian. Quarian. Yeah, there's Quarians, Solarians, Turians. I'm like, why are these so close? Um, yeah. But yeah, seeing more about her whole setup that they mm-hmm. have and learning more about her. Somebody's like, if you want a really funny time, take the last one, last person that you yeah, get. Yeah, take the last person. And yeah, then go do that were- loyalty mission, just Ooh. totally blow stuff. I was like, I can only imagine the commentary that would happen yeah, with that one. Yeah. So there's a lot of, there's some cool stuff. I mean, it's for its time, I can imagine, because it's about, what, 10 years old now? Yeah, it's, it's age, right? Yeah, it's, it would be Come interesting. On, I was in college. That was a long time mm-hmm. ago. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean... Obviously, that was a big one, and, you know, mm-hmm. it was cool, but it's like, where is it going to sit in my echelon of games? We'll see when maybe the franchise is done. I got to see yeah. how three goes. But, I mean, that's mm-hmm. – I did that, took a little break because of vacation, so tried a couple indies and having fun with those. Mm-hmm. So that was a longer discussion, no but I know you guys were curious since two yeah. giant Mass Effect 2 fans, they're like, oh, they played – he played our game. We must discuss. <laughs> Apologies, chat. We just had to ask him. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Just I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of all the Mass Effect games, but I, I do agree, E, that, like, if you didn't play them in the time, it's kind of weird because – I just yeah. watched my girlfriend play through all three of them, and I was sort of like, "These have aged a lot. Like these, yeah. are, these are look like old games, especially ME one, but ME two as well. ME three was the one where I was like, okay, I could play through this and not like, yeah, notice how old it is. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, they they definitely are noticeably aged for sure. Yeah, yep. So uh, some stuff went down, huh? In this game, what? What? There's Destiny stuff. Can we to talk cover? about Destiny now? Is it time? Timestamps. Yes. People, please. Yes, they're like, it. please give me the timestamp so I can skip all your random gaming talk. Yeah, yeah. I'm here for <laughs> Destiny only. 
3.33 p.m. Eastern. Um, do you guys want to start with the Crucible tweet? Yeah, That's the kind it. of the big one. Yes. Blackburn, do, you want me to, Blackburn. do you want me to just read it all and then we can discuss the points you guys want to talk about? Yeah, yeah. Inject Joseph straight into my veins. E, do it. All right. Ahead of the showcase this month, I want to take a little time to talk about Destiny PvP. Everybody's ears perked up. Competitive modes are part of what make this game special. I can't imagine a version of Destiny that doesn't involve getting a sweet new gun and taking it for a spin in the Crucible. This year, the team has spent a lot of our future-facing effort on plussing up the current Crucible experience. You've seen some of this already in stasis balancing, reputation updates, and shifting, met and shifting weapon metas. Next season, you'll continue to see this effort not only changing to three changes to three-peaking, but also is what the team has planned for the revamp of Trials of Osiris. Tune in on the 24th. We've got to keep our foot on the gas when it comes to revitalizing PvP pursuits and keeping gameplay metas fresh. This isn't something we ever were ever done with, in quotes, but we know we will we also have room to grow when it comes to new maps and modes. People lost their mind on that sentence alone, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. This first the first half of 2021, we've been working on the foundation, but now we're spinning up teams on new maps and modes. We believe in investment, but it is going to take some time before you start seeing results in-game. The ultimate goal here is consistency. If you play PvP, the team wants you to understand that you will be getting new maps and modes every year, and that cadence of those coming feels predictable. But in order to get predictable, we need to open the faucet again. New maps take time to get right, so to open the faucet for Season 16, the team is working on porting two vaulted Destiny 2 maps to be compatible with our engine updates. When we upgraded our engine with Beyond Light, it means we had to hand port all of our Destiny 2 maps and modes. So... While it may seem from the outside we're just pushing a button, there's a significant amount. There's a significant lift from the team to get more of this content back in rotation. After reprised maps in season 16, season 17 will come with a brand new map. There are a bunch of new environments in Destiny 2, and we're excited <laughs> to start bringing them into Crucible. Finally, after those three maps are added in rot in rotation in season 16 and 17. We will be remastering a Destiny 1 map and bringing it to Destiny 2 for the first time in Season 18. All this effort is going to be done in parallel with the team looking to fund the far future with a predictable roadmap of maps in Lightfall and beyond. But maps are just part of the recipe here. We also know we need to support modes. There are three main efforts going on behind the scenes here. First, the team is investigating getting Rift in Destiny 2 next year. It's been too long since we've dunked on some Guardians. The Destiny sandbox has, sp has sped up in Destiny 2, so right now the team is validating that the mode still holds up with our new gameplay. Second, the team is working on multiple brand new modes for 2022. We aren't quite ready to spoil these yet, but we're excited to offer new twists and rules to the ways you can make Shaxx proud. Finally, after the dust settles on the Trials update in Season 15, we want to look at what other broad systemic improvements the PvP ecosystem needs. We want to provide something on the scale of trials of this trials rework to players every year. So this tweet this tweet thread has turned into a tweet novel, <laughs> but I wanted to make sure we shed some light on what's going on behind the scenes here. Overall, we're still very interested in growing the amount of destiny we make every year. One way to hold me accountable by looking one way to hold me accountable by looking at our careers page. We're looking for environmental artists, gameplay designers, lighting artists, and more to help improve our PvP output. We know you want more Destiny, and we're committed to growing the team that's going to make that possible. It's always risky to talk about what's in the oven, as dates and specifics might change, but it's been a while 
since we've talked PvP and we want players to know that we're working on content for those Guardians who like to spend time with Shax and the Red Jacks. And yeah. I'll be here. I'll, I won't be here all week. <laughs> I'm just going to... Uh, whoever wants to, to start between no, you two because you guys Travis are champion at the bit. I learned that's how you say it. has to go to Travis first. Like, there's, there's no doubt. Like, I would be remiss if that's not let the PvP tie guy himself attack this. What's your thoughts, sir? So happy. <laughs> Tears of joy. Tears it's of joy. Just, it's what we wanted all this Dad, time. Daddy still loves um, me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, this is, this was great. This is such a surprise. I mean, I think, you know, I, I'm like ironically pessimistic when I talk about destiny a lot. I think lots of players mm -hmm. are, but we all know that that Bungie cares about its players and Bungie obviously cares about PvP because they've been balancing a lot of their sandbox around the PvP landscape for a really long time. It's just that we didn't get we didn't get um a lot of love in the past almost two years. And so um, it's just really great to hear specifically what their plans are and to get kind of like a little bit of hope. Um, you know, it's going to be two and a half years before we get a new um, Crucible map. It will it will have been two and a half years. So we've got like at least six more months left, which, you know, isn't good, but it's finally happening. We know that they're going to be creating new maps and that they're going to open the faucet to creating it regularly, which I think it it always should have been part of. Uh, what we're getting every season and every every year in the expansion, um, so I'm I'm grateful for that. Um, and then new new modes, which honestly is like the main thing. Like we You've been like saying mode, that. we we talked about this in our and last time we had a PvP guy on here. I think it was a uh, ascend or someone. Um, mm -hmm. You know, modes are just what we're what we've been missing for a long time. Um, Rift was great. I don't know why they ever took it out. Give me back my Twilight Garrison Bungie so I can get in there and start dashing with the Warlocks. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very excited about, about this obviously. And I think, uh, it came at a time where the PVP community desperately needed it, especially since we're not going to get anything PVP focused in this next season. And mm -hmm. we're not going to get anything PVP focused really in the, in even the witch queen, which, you know, the witch queen queen drops and we get one refurbished map out of it. It's going to be. A lot of people probably would think without these statements from Joe that like they really had given it all up because yeah. there's a lot riding on the Witch Queen. And if we see all of the stuff in the PvE getting a huge overhaul um, and nothing getting getting put into PvP, obviously that's a pretty bad sign for Crucible. So it's just good to know that he explained exactly what they're facing, right? In terms of yeah. having to open that spigot and getting... Uh, getting um, maps running again which I, I think we we really need um mm -hmm. but let's not forget beyond light came out and we we got negative 11 maps or yes. negative yep. 12 maps or something like that Correct. right so we we lost a ton of our of our maps and i think uh if anything this is probably a reversal of a decision they made at some point in the past to not focus on pvp as much and i i think that was really a intentional choice they didn't have to take away those maps the, yeah they could they could say it was for you know the um what is the, it the thematic the that they destroyed all those planets yeah. or whatever well, i mean they literally know, told us There's now like it's all because of the porting time yeah, meanwhile so. mercury's there but whatever for trials but okay. yeah exactly they, yeah. they could say it's for it's for story reasons but i think 
we both know that 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 it just isn't the case, right? Like it was just deprioritized, I think. Yeah, and I think absolutely. they sort of realized that that was a mistake and now they're working on fixing it. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, it's good. I, I think it, it helps keep PVP has always helped keep this game alive when PVE content was yeah. taking a lot of time in the oven. And I think it'll continue to do that. Um, and uh, yeah, this was great, man. I this was this made my week. Thanks, Joe Blackburn. <laughs> You're awesome. <laughs> no uh, doubt. No what doubt. about you? mixed oh look i'm happy daddy's talking <laughs> i felt neglected i felt neglected listen man I'm, I'm, I'm you know we've been abused here in this relationship it wasn't it wasn't really really nice you know and look am i happy joe came out yes you know what I'm saying this was important we needed this we needed to know that you know for all the months and months and seasons of asking when are you going to talk about pvp one is going on and just the the sheer ignoring, you know, just the sheer lack of transparency. So to to get this statement was refreshing. I was happy, you know. You know, it's I'm of two mindsets. You know, the first mindset is they have confirmed subtly when you mentioned turn the faucet on, that means it was off at exactly, one point. Yeah. Yep. You see what I'm saying? So it confirmed I- to me. That they did not, I mean, whether it be, again, I'm not going to be disrespectful. There's a pandemic. We understand they're doing another game. We understand I completely, they're independent. I get it. But this was the thing that all PvP mains know. There was no reason why there were no maps, no mention of anything, you know, and, and it now confirms it. It was not prioritized. We were completely shut off and they were going to operate that way until now when they're ready to talk about it, Right. So that was my little frustration, which I got the confirmation on, you know, um, as to, you know, the, the the team and holding him accountable. I like that. Yeah, they're going to get, you know, support studio. I mean, not support studios, but they're going to get their hiring. Right. They're going to they're going to get. He said, hold me accountable. I look at what we're doing on the careers page. They're going to bring this influx of people in and stuff like that for PVP, the maps and so. On. And that's great. You know, we, we want that. We still got to wait. We still got to wait. And. I'm trying not to be negative, Nancy, because this is a pot. Normally, Ty Guy's the guy that I'm the super positive, and Ty Guy's and, and like this is like we got a little bit of opposite. The only thing is, I gotta wait and see. I, I need to see. I, I I've been hurt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I like it, it's like you know, yeah, I'm gonna be better in this relationship that you neglected. You, you gotta prove to me. Like we do not feel loved when the new expansion comes out. We know it's gonna be a raid. It's gonna be PVE content. It's gonna be this, that, third. You know what I'm getting from this is that come Witch Queen, we still ain't gonna get a real new map. We're getting like a reprisal, right? We pulling something out the vault and. I yep. don't want to, again, I'm, I don't want to be disrespectful because it's not like he said, it's not, you know, flip a switch and, you know, boom, it, it works. The old map works or whatever. But I do feel a way that it is the, it's, it's old, con- like Destiny haters will, will rip this apart. Like, oh, hey, brought, brought back that old map again. You know what I'm saying? For like, sure. For yeah. Sure. Like they're going to be like, you guys are paying for content you already had again. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. You know, you know, I mean, again, I, I get it. I don't want to make this a negative thing because this is a good thing. But at the end of the day, I still need to see a little bit more. And I want to see if they, you know, they stick to the cadence, you know, because this is a big part of the game that's neglected. So we'll see. We'll see. But I'm I'm curious e, where you're at, you know, because, it, again, we knew it. 
it's just now I got the confirmation. I, I knew that they had not made anything. There was no priority to anything on PVP. It was completely shut down. Faucet was off. Nobody paid the water bill that month. I get it. <laughs> That's what it was. But e, where, where are you at when you read all this stuff? Uh, am I going too hard on them? No. I mean, it's been it's been a very long time, and there are some things that are very revealing towards the end. I mean, when you talk about one way to hold me accountable by looking at a careers page, we're looking for environmental artists, gameplay designers. They're hiring a PvP team. Like, they're trying to build up a PvP team. This stuff's going to take a while. Over the course of basically what I would guess is the next 18 months, we're going to get three old maps, depending on how long you've played, and then one new one over the course of 18 months. We, as you said, we lost 11, 12, whatever the number was. So that's still a third of what we lost that we had before Beyond Light kicked off and threw all that stuff away. So, I mean, that alone, this continues to show, like, the Destiny content vaulting, the sun setting, was an idea that they had but was executed on poorly. And whatever the plan was, as you guys said, was not <laughs> not something they either thought was going to be as much of an issue or just something, as you guys have said, the faucet was off and they just decided to not make it a priority. So when the it comes, question is, why was it off? That I mean, that's one thing yeah, like so we don't know, because when it comes to like the studios, obviously the Activision split was a thing. So, I mean, they lost Vicarious yeah. Visions. They lost High Moon. Somebody in chat literally mentioned they need studios for help. Uh, and it really shows yeah. they are trying to grow this team. We have like knowledge that they're going to have, you know, two and a half times size headquarters that they're going to build or expand upon. They're working on going to be hiring people to obviously fill up that space and do a lot more with. But also, you know, there were some people like uh, Josh Hamrick and other people who left to go make their own. Those were some of the PvP guys. There's theoretically another IP out there. So there's PvP people that have split on both ends, it seems like. So then who was left? Was it the only people who left were the PvE focused people? And then that and then at that point, when you turn around and say, if this is the people we have left and we still and they're trying to build an engine. I mean, they mentioned porting these things over to the engine is taking them months to do now whether whatever the priority level that is we don't know how long that actually takes because again not a developer i I get it but of course when it turns around and says you know if we get four months over the course of the next year that's a very small number when people have been waiting this long like you can't there hasn't been hardly any prep up until this point it really sounds like they're building pvp from scratch again from scratch like the the live service team almost feels like they've been limping pvp along and then now it's like, okay, we're going to build up another Destiny PvP thing because we are probably going to be in this franchise for longer than either we expected or plans. For something something happened in Thank that studio. And, and it basically was like, PvP just like, you got to, we still got to tell a story. We got to do raids. These are things that sell. PvE stories, season pass, all this other stuff. PvP is just, we don't have it. And for some reason, it just was not there. And at this point... Mm-hmm. They're trying to almost start over. It's really weird to read some of the, and it's not like, it's not that I don't like seeing all of this information. I appreciate the transparency because as you can of tell, course, we can course. read a lot into this stuff. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Smitty Smith, by the way, for the $2. Shout out to the last word is the best ah, word. Appreciate Smitty. that. What's um, going on? Good to yeah, see you, yeah, it's bro. like, I mean, I can, we can get into maps and modes and stuff like that that we've been asking for, for, but the fact that it sounds like they're almost starting PVP from scratch. Yes. Is weird. 
Like after yeah. this long, because I mean, how much do I know there's a vocal minority, but that vocal minority has been asking for this stuff for a very, very, very long time. And while they're data driven to maybe yeah. say that maybe we don't need as much PVP, the you know, the big stuff happens, the big money comes from Eververse and seasons and all that stuff. That's going to happen with PVE either way. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know what data and everything else, but it's like this is this is one of those. I would mm -hmm. be curious to see what happened behind the scenes to make to get to this point. Mm -hmm. Right. So sorry, that's a very long winded answer. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. I feel you both there. To be clear, um, I, I think your guys like mixed kind of take on this is is. A, it's it's like good and it makes sense. My thing is that I don't I didn't feel like I learned anything new about the problem of PvP mm -hmm. from this because. Right, correct. I, I thought all PvP people kind of just assumed that Bungie clearly wasn't working on and had deprioritized PvP and wasn't making maps and all that stuff. And mm -hmm. and so I, I didn't feel like in that regard I learned anything new. It was like, well, yeah, of course. You guys took mm -hmm. out 11 maps, never replaced them for over almost two years. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. obviously you never, you were not caring about PvP for a while. So that part wasn't new to me. What was new to me was the positive aspects because I was sitting here assuming PvP is never going to be a priority again. Trials, the season of the of the worthy with trials was the last thing that we're going to get, right? Like after that, it's just it's just PvE and then PvP will just be a side thing where we get breadcrumbs and we we you get to test out your uh, your new weapons there. So um, I, I just am happy to hear that, that it's not going that way and that they are making the reinvestments because uh, they could have easily not done that. And I don't think it's one of those things. I, th I think, Ibantis, you might be onto something there about the uh, the split from Activision and that sort of thing being a part of this. It could have been a resources thing. But I, I think it probably wasn't something where Bungie said in a team meeting, they wrote on a whiteboard somewhere, oh, you know, based on stats or based on our bandwidth, I don't think we're going to have pvp be a, a thing that we focus on in in mm -hmm. destiny i don't think it was an active decision i think it was like when you never finish a book or a video game you know you get part way through it and you always intend to go back to it but it just sort of it sits for a little bit long and then after a while you're like okay now it's been way too long and if i wanted Ooh. to actually finish this thing i would have to pick up the book and start from the beginning again you know i think it was yeah. one of those things where they just sort of set the book down and they didn't pick it up for a really long time uh, and then they left it too long and and after a while it's sort of like uh you know it it's sort of you you it then becomes awkward to pick it back up again because then you're like all right do i even remember any of the characters or what was happening in the story um right. and i i think it was probably just something like that where it was just neglect right like daddy neglected us cog uh yeah, now that, I mean, you know now he now he remembered he's got kids uh on the other side of town that he should visit sometime so um <laughs> yeah do kids yeah, out of wedlock uh, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah we're his other family um so yeah, yeah I, matter. I, uh, it's, it's called matter that's the that's the new exactly that's the new, yeah, that's the new I, I just, uh, love interest <laughs> yeah i just don't think it's surprising that they mm -hmm. that they hadn't been prioritizing pvp like obviously mm -hmm. they hadn't and they're starting from scratch so i'm just not surprised by that what does surprise me is that they're actually going to prioritize PvP because I kind of just assumed they weren't. I kind of assumed that them saying like, oh, yeah, PvP will always be important was just them blowing smoke. And that yeah. it was because their model also changed, right? Now they're semi-free to play. And I see mm -hmm. PvP as sort of being like part of that free part of their model. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, you can pay for this premium PvE content, which is the stuff we focus on. And then PvP mm -hmm. is something that our free users can do. And, you know, it's not really what we're focused on. I kind of assume mm -hmm. that was the future for Destiny. And this seems like mm -hmm. they're saying, no, 
that's not the case. So, you know, for mm. me, it's, it's all, it's all good news because I had assumed the worst. So maybe my pessimism helped me in this case, right? Cog, you were, you were sitting on the porch hoping that father would come back someday. I was off living my life going, yeah, you're you know, your dad's life, never right? going to come back, right? <laughs> so when I saw him come back uh, after all, and he had his cigarettes, we were like, oh, wow, he's actually, I didn't expect to see you. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Al Sandy, somebody. He said, dad went to the store and six years later, they bring back one million gallons of milk <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, it, it, it's, it's true. I mean, you know, that's a good analogy. You were you were in that headspace, and, and for me, I was still like, he said he was gonna do, you know, what I'm saying like I was still yeah. in that bag. I was very emotional about like what has happened, but you know, again, I can only guess. My my only thing is, you know, whether it be matter, you know, I want to shout out the uh, firing range guys. They had a great uh, discussion about it. Mercules especially, you know, when we he was talking about it, he literally said what I wanted to say, which is again, you know, the faucet being off, being back on is the confirmation that it was off. So at the end of the day, you know, I look at it and say, like E said, this is a start over, right? This is literally we're building it now. Now I will say positively, I do like the trials of Osiris, whatever that is, whatever this rework is that they're looking at seriously, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm liking that. I'm liking that. I think we, if they mentioned that um, in the 12, we'll get to that. Um, Say 14 is also going to mirror like how, how Zavala and, and I mean, how Shaq's in, in the Gambit are right now and, uh, and the Drifter that Say 14 and, and Zavala will mirror that structure. So if they mirror that structure, that's going to mean that just through play and levels and ranks, you'll be able to get things, right? So that's mm -hmm. going to be interesting to see. You know, it just, like I said, it just sucks that a little bit. The wait is going to be long. But for a person that complains about transparency, I'm at least happy. I know, okay, this is the intent now. Now we know what daddy's going to do <laughs> when daddy said he's going to do it. That, 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 that's, that's, that's where we at. Actually, I, I guess a more apt description, Cog, would be that dad said he was going to go out to get milk, right? He didn't come back for six years. And when he came back, instead of bringing you a million gallons of milk, he said, I'm back and I'm still going to bring you that milk yes, six yes. months from now. Six months yeah. from Facts. Yeah. So, facts. It, yeah, we're, we're not really getting the reveal we wanted. But uh, yes. my, my point is just that I couldn't have been less optimistic about pvp's right. future than i was so i was at rock bottom and this was me going oh actually i all my assumptions were wrong they actually are mm -hmm. going to build pvp i just assumed mm -hmm. that was never going to happen so right. i i think my my pessimism saved me from a wound here from the uh, heart, which, yeah. which is nice yeah from, this is a, my defense mechanism is just to assume the worst <laughs> in all things right <laughs> I like it. I like it. I know, I know yeah, you go. So. We all internalize pain different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. I, I clam mm -hmm. up apparently. I've learned something about myself through all this talk. <laughs> it's a reflective moment. It's a reflective moment. Yeah. Never see it. yeah anyway, but, e, yeah. we're done talking about PvP we're done, and everything. But uh, we, uh, yeah. I did yeah, want to ask you guys something. Sure. Kind of reading between the lines here from mm. all of this PvP stuff. Uh, I mean, we got the stuff for trials. We know the cadence of the maps. We've got, you know, they're trying to rebuild. That's, mm -hmm. I mean, you can go as deep on that as you want to. But my question mm -hmm. to you guys was the number of seasons that were listed. They list season 16, which we know is Witch Queen. That's the two maps that are coming back from Destiny 2. Season yes. 17 is the one brand new map. 
Season mm-hmm. 18 is the one Destiny 1 map. That's three seasons. Yeah. Every year has four up until now. Do you right. guys think this is actually them basically saying they're changing their seasonal cadence? Because they don't God, mention a season. So. They don't mention a season 19. And if they're planning out their year, they probably would like before Lightfall, because the next line, all this effort is going to be done in parallel with the team looking to fund far future with predictable roadmaps in Lightfall and beyond. Season 16, season 17, season 18, Lightfall. There's no 19. So I wanted no, to no, see no. if you guys think that's anything, if the change in the seasonal cadence is actually going to be coming. Thoughts? Right. I have no idea, but God, I hope so, dude. I, I hope that they do two seasons a year. I, honestly, there should be a spring mm. season and a fall season, and they should focus. You know, the fall season will be their main yearly big annual release, and the spring will be some sort of like refresh, smaller story to keep us interested and serve as a bridge to the next fall expansion. I think that's how they always should have done it. Everything else, like, you know, Age of triumphs or whatever the heck is you know they're they're oh, talking about seasonal uh, activities, all, all, yeah. these, all these seasonal events that they they repeat they should just Solstice be and stuff festival that happens and... in between yeah festival of the lost and the hero solstice and uh whatever the the uh winter event is called uh dawning they uh yeah. the dawning yeah geez god there's so many names in destiny uh they, they should just do all that as like side stuff to keep you busy in between these larger releases. I, I've always thought that. I, I think that them, them trying to do four seasons a year makes all the seasonal content seem so thin and they have to artificially stretch it out over a long period of time. Mm. And uh, it's often, you know, disappointing all these uh, the public event at like activities that they've been pumping out. I, mm-hmm. I just haven't really enjoyed it much. I've enjoyed the mm. story element of it, but yeah, the actual activities of what you're doing and like override and all this other, th- these things, it's just, it it's very much, it feels like fluff. And I wish that they would um, take a break, do two big seasons where I could play it all at once. And then, you know, if you don't have any content in the summer and the, uh, the winter i'll just play other games man it's fine bungie you don't have to do this to yourself you don't need to do four content releases a year that's crazy that's crazy to me four content seasons a year so i want them to do two that's always been my opinion yeah i mean said it said it best i mean i guess my only thing i'll add is just that to me it all comes down to the content that's in the season because we could split it up how many times we want to split it up but if the content's not compelling if there's you know all these gaps i think the thing i'm struggling right now is the because I'm in love with the narrative, the narrative gaps of a cutoff in mid-season and then no further thing now all the way we had to wait till epilogue, right? They were yeah. kind of, you know, that I, I just it still doesn't sit. It's very abrupt to me. You know, um it's about the content. Cause like you said, Trav, like, you know, I'm gonna be real like now that I've, you know, I'm, I'm overrided out, you know, oh, God, so much. and it's, it's, it's not really challenging. Like it's to the point you can low key AFK. For sure. You can, lo- you can low I mean, yo, key. Yeah. Like, I mean, when you go from, once you go in the portal in. Oh, forget. It, you could straight AFK. Yeah. Like you, you, between the, the sliding down, you don't got to do that. You can let one person, you know, shoot the thing and go up top. You know, I just. That, like I, they like even with um what was season of the dawn six man activity name now I'm sundial 
Sundial. Even with Sundial, wasn't there like a hard sundial mode yeah. at one point? Yeah, like they, there's no there was no challenge to it. I think that's why I'm struggling with it. I don't hate it. I just feel like there's no challenge to it. So, you know, I'm kind of burnt out on that. And and then obviously this season there was, you know, we didn't really get the, you know, the secret mission or whatever. And we get it. You know, there's not every season is going to have that or stuff like that. But to me. Yet. It, yet. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yet. Correct. Um, To me, it ultimately comes down to if they're going to split it up to the three, which is fine. What's in it? You know what? What I, I, the, the content still has to be there to keep us engaged, and if not, hey, like like Travis said, look, you like you've been doing it, right? You've been playing the other game. You yeah, got Mass like, Effect finished. You got my you know, question. I'm, I guess I'm would... done raging at the game, but I'm just saying. I just hope that if they're going to structurally change, that it would at least the the actual structure of it, as far as the timeline, you know, is not just filler kind of stuff. That that's just where I'm at. But Eddie, I'm sorry. No, all. For me, it's you mentioned epilogue and it just kind of sparked a thought for me. And yeah, for if they're going to have longer seasons, which they either need to, we wouldn't mind seeing that. I mean, it seems like a thing that probably needs to happen, whether it's now, right. whether it's later. They probably need to consider longer seasons. I would not I would like to not have an epilogue moment. I would like to go through the weeks of the season, finish the story and not wait for this like little cap on the end that's like especially if it's longer it's gonna feel worse and worse and worse waiting to know what that one little thing is let us play through the weeks of the story if you're gonna do the drip feed for like 10 or 12 weeks whatever it's gonna be 10 generally if you're gonna Mm -hmm. go that long for a story fine 10 weeks is still a very long time to keep anybody engaged and then you know you can have your downtime and other stuff like that but it's like i don't want to be waiting for the final piece of the story that there's so much leaked out about now anyway we basically know what's gonna happen even while i'm gone Um, I would, I think that in a longer season style, it already doesn't feel great now. Just being like epilogue. Yep. Six months or six weeks, five weeks for when Mm -hmm. are we going to see the end of this story that we were right here on the end of. Right. So it's like, if we go through and we kill Aquaria at the end of spoiler alert, sorry, it's a little late, Mm -hmm. but if you go through and do all that, the next week should either finish it up or you should do it right there. And you should like kind of see the end of the implications of the season because Mm -hmm. they need to tell the story in somewhat of a confined area, especially if you're going to have time in between i don't know i don't i know there's going to be the drip that's like the drip is hard anyway like for me it's still somewhat annoying to be like you know but people are going to blow through it and it's their business decisions to say hey this is how we continue act you know higher activity levels in our game and keep keep people coming back every week there's a business decision besides why they're not just doing an expansion (laughs) and being like here's all the story you can blow through everything right now go do these go do the expunge do the like And then burn through tune and in. be done. Oh, I told you, tune in next week. Yeah. But at a point, I don't want to tune in next week and be like, hey, you know, episode 11 of 11 is going to be three months from now. That sucks. You know what they're doing, right? They literally, Trav, I appreciate this. It literally feels like, I don't know if you guys are Walking Dead fans. Are you a like Mid-season Walking break. Does this. The mid-season <laughs> oh, finale. Dude. Yeah, but yeah, that, we're getting the mid-season finale. But, like, we but wait it's not like the, there's another half a season. There's like an hour left. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Epilogue is going to take an hour. Epilogue is going to literally take an hour to be like, whatever the thing is, which I'm trying not to say, but I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Whatever story implications, what little story Mm -hmm. beat happens, whatever little cinematic, you know, animated. However it goes down, it's going to take like an hour and you guys are going to be done on Tuesday. Well, I'm done. You know what it is, Carl? It's that that moment in reality shows where the guy's about to get voted off, you know, Mm -hmm. voted off the cooking show. And then everybody's got that look of anticipation on their face. And then it cuts to a commercial break. 
and then it comes back and then they still don't resolve it and it goes to a second commercial break it's like that that same yes. tactic of like we got to keep you engaged and keep you going and i i think that's sort of their move right like even the seasons the fact that there's four of them is strategic mm. to them because it's like keeping you invested in the story for four times and then every one they're selling you a season pass every time all yeah. four times they're selling you that mm. season pass and i think that's probably why we'll never get fewer seasons because they have to sell you four season passes instead of two, right? Mm. Uh, but and, and that's their business model now. They do a lot of microtransactions and it's an expensive uh, company to run. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I just wish I, I'm sort of like you guys, like how much money do I have to pay you in order to just get the story now and play it like a normal video game? Like, how do I, how do I get that? Is there an unlocked destiny mode? I'll it's buy like a it. Mo- just- yeah, it's like a mobile game where you're like, let me pay $50 just to play this without all the other BS involved. And it's like, there are sometimes yeah. you just want to like, let me play the game at, at whatever pace I want to not waiting and doing these other things. It's like, how much do I have to pay to do that? I'll pay 50 mm-hmm. bucks just to just let me do it. Let me do all my stuff right now. Let me enjoy it. And that's, yeah, it yeah. is this weird kind of butting of heads between the community versus them trying to run a business for yeah. the whole data and the numbers that's and stuff bit, yeah. that they look at. And it's, there's a business choice behind some of these things that they're doing has to be. Oh, I mean, we've, we've talked about that for Eververse for talk about that mm-hmm. for transmog. Like they still have to make money as they're trying to grow the studio, build other IPs and other things. But there are sometimes it really butts head with what the community wants. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. that's when the business side gets in the way. Yeah, of, of the gamer, real kind of thing. And you know, we talked about it. We talked. We talked about it with Transmog. We talked about it with certain little things that we see. And yeah, it, it's clear. It's clear. They they're running it like it's the season of The Walking Dead, <laughs> and it's the finale. And like you said, instead of it being a whole second half of a season, we're well, no, it's one episode. Everlong, okay, then done on to the next giant. And that's it. Then this is the Talking Dead. We talk here. We 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 complain. Yeah. <laughs> you but yeah, you're talking. You're doing Talking Dead for ten weeks in the middle of when there's nothing new <laughs> yes, to talk about. Nothing new to talk about. Yeah. You're this like, well, we, we have do. a new. We have all the cast come through twice, even though they've already been killed. Like. <laughs> I got mean, Travis yeah. Chris Hardwick. We we got right now, man. So it was like, <laughs> I, yeah, this is the roller coaster that CJ talked about with the dips and the valleys and all that stuff. It's just like seasonal one. It's hard to it's hard to talk about the game when you're when all you're doing for ten weeks is playing Override and and uh, doing Grandmaster Nightfalls and waiting for mm-hmm. anything and then and then you know a, a series of a, a, a thread of tweets. From one of the developers is like the highlight of the of the yeah, month. But exactly. That's, uh, like we had tear me and try like I had tears of joy. Just even the mention of this. Oh, like yeah. that's yeah. how like starving we are for this type of PvP content. But yeah, yeah it's like it it's today. it's revealing to see how little to know how little has been done in so long, to know the cadence mm-hmm. of I would say all we're gonna get, but it's not that of what we're going to get. Because it's four maps, we are getting some moats somewhere yes. in 2022. We are going to get rift. The Looks are the like biggest it's thing, man. That's yeah, huge because that'll take the maps that they have and give them a lot of new life. Mm-hmm. Because you'll have rift is a complete thing that people haven't seen in forever. Basically, that was never in Destiny Two. Yeah, so they're trying oh. to get that one finalized. Plus two other modes, which we don't yes, know. Which brand we don't new. know, and they're right. not even like salvage. They say brand new. Yeah. So there are. Yeah. I mean, there is some stuff there to look for, but that's still that's six months from now. Yeah. At the easiest. And then whenever those things launch that the year. So, I mean, six months to a year for 
whatever people have already been waiting 600, you know, with a joking number for it's it's mm-hmm. it's not bad to see it, but it is unfortunately a not as much as people would hope for and still quite a long ways away. Quite far away. Yeah. So it's like it's weird. And then but yeah, it's like reading really between the lines for multi-team PVP, man. I want three teams three, like three. three yeah, that'd be cool. Something. I'd love to see yeah. something like that. Yeah. I mean, and consolation prize. We got some Gambit news. Shout out to Tassie. Uh, yeah, Gambit. Paul, Long term, Tassie. I think forced the Gambit news. That was <laughs> yeah, really yeah, weird. I don't think they were the going head. to announce that. So yeah, currently, yeah, we are play testing all of uh play testing all up Gambit Foundation changes for season sixteen. So uh, mm-hmm. that'll be Witch Queen focusing on ammo economy, primeval fight, mm-hmm. invasion cadence, power, and more. So they're doing mm-hmm. foundational Gambit changes for Witch Queen as well. So there's a team mm-hmm. working on that. Mm-hmm. They're not hiring for that team, but it's probably not the biggest team. I'm guessing if they're trying to do some of that. But yeah, it's it's very revealing. Obviously, some mm-hmm. stuff happened. A lot of big, major things happened behind the scenes to get them to where they were, and they're trying to yeah. rebuild. It sounds like they're in like what sports teams? They're in a building year. They're, yeah, Beyond Light was definitely a building year. I mean, Shadowkeep probably was too because that was I think post Activision and some was in the works, but some was still obviously up in the air. But Beyond Light. Obviously, from what we saw, it was a building year. I just want yes, a building year. Yep, agreed. So, so going does on that wrap up twop. the? Does that wrap up the yeah, PVP world? Wraps it. Let's go to twelve. Look at him, he's like, yeah. are we done with that? Are we? <laughs> I guess no, we're done like, with that. Well, I'm just there's that. There's said a lot Bungie. to read into that. Yeah, yeah. Um, are we done with that? They said. There's a PvP. lot in this thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna kind of touch on pieces as we go and we'll see but the big thing yeah. is they mention obviously read the bun- the thing we just talked about so if you want to read it all i already got to list it to you mm-hmm. uh basically we got into the next three twabs from what i've heard multiple places i think are all sandbox right. which before i get into the sandbox changes makes us believe what we talked about offline the big mm-hmm. giant info explosion everything's coming on the 24th is basically where we're reading this now right you guys think just the 24th is now you see yeah, what the season yep, is now we see what's down. coming after just everything yeah. right yeah, you guys yep kind of on board with agreed. that agreed 100 yeah. agree with that i think the 24th mm-hmm. is going to be that's going to be the big bombshell where we understand what the next like 18 months of mm-hmm. destiny are going to look like and i think it's probably where we see most mm-hmm. of what uh, the Bungie employees saw when they were freaking out a couple months back. I, I think I mentioned That's that true. last show, yeah. but I still, I still think that'll happen. I think we're going to get caught up at least to some extent to where they were at. And, mm-hmm. and if, if we react like they reacted, that'll be a very good day for all of us. So. Mm-hmm. So they just tweeted, tweeted yeah. you on Twitter. Tiger. <laughs> what? Yeah. I'll, I'll send it to you. Somebody, somebody said, was like, I always have to wonder, does Travis have suit pants on or shorts underneath the top? Oh, yeah. What are you, like, wearing, with the, what are you wearing with the button down? I got down suit pants. I'm in a full suit, usually. So <laughs> he's full dressed I'll, to the I'll tweet back. I'll he's tweet dressed back. to the nines. I see it. Yeah. GMDS. Yeah. So full, tell him full suit. Full suit. Yeah. Suit, <laughs> full suit. Yep. Every day of my life. It's all I own. I'm like Barney Stinson. Oh, GMD Geek. He's in it. He's in it. Yeah, GMD Geek there. was in the, oh, the yeah. chat. He tweeted it just yeah. now. He said, sorry, I had to. <laughs> Is he wearing shorts or pants? Teddy, I, I can confirm it's suit pants. Hole. Teddy can <laughs> confirm it's suit full pants. Suit. Yeah, there you go. Now we believe you. That's true. Right. Yeah, he's been here. He's been, he's seen me in full. Yeah. All right. So first thing on the sandbox is actually not so much sandbox, but melee actions and mm-hmm. there are some very happy people who are excited about this what you're basically going to be able to do is separate 
the key binds, PC and probably console, you might have to find a button, but you're going to be able to separate the key binding for your regular melee or your charged ability melee, because there are sometimes, even if you're right next to somebody, like one millimeter away from an enemy's face, you want to use your ability, generally, because it can be more powerful. Things like shoulder charges you got to get running for, but just, you know, Celestial Fire, for example, whether you do it in somebody's face, as long as it's not hurting you, you want to use it wherever. And, and the ability to separate those, a smoke bomb, whatever it may be, if there are points where you want to use that ability, but you don't have a way to separate it. So if you don't touch anything when you log in, Everything will still work the same. This is an opt-in where you're literally going to have to go into the controller settings, keyboard settings, and actually choose to have charged melee and uncharged melee have specific key bindings. But I know there are definitely people, I've watched streams and random enough people, and even Drewski, I remember what he's like, I wish I could just, I've heard people mention this before. So I think this is just a nice quality of life thing for control of your actions. When you want to do certain things, you know, guaranteed, if I click this button, I get exactly what I want. Do you guys have yeah, any yep. thoughts? Is that something that's going to be beneficial to you? Are you Hell one of those? Yeah, that dude, I, it, it's like, actually, that's one of the reasons I never use that subclass for the Titan that gives you the uh, hammer throw, because yeah. I just the I don't like having to guess what distance I'm going to be is going to get me to throw the hammer. And another thing yeah. that happens is like if you click to throw like a hunter knife or whatever, and you're yeah. in PVE and somebody steps in front of you, you'll do the regular mm. one and be unable to throw your knife. Yeah. Even if you're trying to, it sort of tries to guess based on contextual information, yeah. which one it should do. And I, I kind of hate that. Um, yeah. yeah it, so th this is like badly needed in my opinion. It also, um, I don't think they'll do this because it's an opt-in thing, but it mm -hmm. could give them the ability to create different types of melees where, you mm. know, the uh for example the the titan um uh burn one where you where you you ram into them you shoulder charge into them and then it, it gives it applies a, a damage debuff yep. or whatever so you yeah. can do more damage to it um that that one only works after you've been sprinting for a while and that was their sort of workaround to get that power and certain other powers mm -hmm. to work and so now that there's a separate button for it they could actually create new types of melee abilities Again, I don't mm -hmm. think they'll do that because it is optional at this point, but it, it opens that door to uh, the possibility that they could do that in the future if they wanted to mandate it. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I think this is great. Awesome quality of life improvement. Is it is it like life changing? No, but it certainly is going to uh, help a lot of people, I think probably especially on PC. Um, yes. Although I'll, I play on I play on console. I'll probably uh, make one of the sticks or a paddle on the back. Xbox already has mm -hmm. like a really good um, yeah. like mapping system for it's an elite controller. So I'll probably make a paddle or something like that. Uh, make it so well, there, there we it go. Is. The video right got the you. little demo. Do you, yep. do you play just like that, Cog? Like, is that your gaming station where you're sitting right now? Well, on PC, this is this is the default. This is the Elite One. Elite. I have the newer Elite, and that's in the living room for the uh, Series X. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, you said it best, man. I can't really say anything behind everything you said. It great quality of life change, cool option. You know, a lot of gamers they want you know that melee ability when you know a thrall, anything is in front. You know, you want to use that power sometimes as opposed to that default melee app, uh, ability that doesn't do that doesn't do the the action that doesn't do the ability kind of thing. So yeah, I, I think it's cool. E. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Sp there are moments where it's been something. I was like, oh, I wish I didn't do that. So there, but I was like, it doesn't come up as often. Like 
it's more in for like precision PvP, high level. You always want to be like exactly precise in what you're doing. But there's still even moments in PvP st- or PvE stuff where I'm running through something and I go to punch or I go to use an ability. It's not yet. Yeah, it would be nice to have the separation. I still will probably leave it auto for a while. It would probably just take me some time to get used to it. Hitting an extra yeah. key just because I'm so trained not to. <laughs> so trained not so to. So just going to have to break the training. But I know it's, yeah, it's definitely a good quality of life across the board because it's not required. And those who want to use it will be able to. So I think they handled it well, too. Nice, nice. Second piece is long-term ability plans. Last season, Sandbox lead Kevin laid out uh, how for laid out our vision for how we see subclass abilities fitting into the Destiny 2 Sandbox moving forward. Our philosophy for ability design is that ability should complement the core combat of Destiny, but not nominate it. It should enhance the game's gunplay, but not replace it. The changes we're introducing in Season 15 will help set the stage for those larger systemic ability changes in the coming seasons. We'll be focusing on adjusting how often abilities can be used in the Crucible specifically, which is good to see Mm -hmm. the differentiation of the sandbox. Please stay tuned for more info. So just kind of reiterating, but... They definitely are still keeping that as one of those yeah. things they're thinking about. You want me to grab Stasis for you since you've been talking and Go then you grab Titan? Give sure. you a little break. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, General Bash. Why is Travis smiling? Why did he just give me the evil smiles and stuff? <laughs> Season 15 ability fast. Uh, General Billy. So, look, so, uh, they're going to be talking about the balance changes that are going to raise up underperforming subclasses, tone down, overpowering subclasses. And here we go. Without further ado, so stasis freeze. The goal of these changes is to make being frozen by stasis less frustrating. Previously, players who were frozen in the air had to wait until they hit the ground to start the breakout process. Additionally, we shorten the window of vulnerability between breaking out the stasis encasement and losing the damage resistance it provides and getting back to weapon ready so you can fight back. So frozen players can now initiate breakout while airborne, shorten breakout animation and camera transition, This means that once you decide to break out, you'll be able to fight back sooner. Differentiated long freeze and short freeze visual treatment to make each status easier to identify. So that is the stasis free stuff. And then I'll just transition to um, slide and then I guess we'll comment after. So, yes, slide. The goal of the slide change is to slightly reduce the effectiveness of sliding into engagements to gain the upper hand. Even after the shotgun changes we made last season, sliding into every engagement with a shotgun or any weapon is still incredibly effective. And running gun playstyles are very low risk. This is a change that looks scarier on paper than feels in practice, in our opinion. And we'll continue to monitor how it plays out. While sliding, players now incur the following weapon penalties. Minus 20 stability plus 15% shotgun pellet spread, and 1.5 times flinch. Stasis in slide, y'all. What are we thinking? Not going to affect me at all. First of all, yeah, first of all, I use a a, a, a pinpoint shotgun, so my spread isn't going to be affected by this. I use precision precision shotgun. Absolutely. Two... Usually when I'm sliding in, if I'm aping, I have Antaeus mm-hmm. wards on. So it's not my mm-hmm. recoil you have to worry about. It's your own weapon's accuracy because I'm hitting mm-hmm. you with your own weapons. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's that's usually my go-to move when I run in. And third of all, mm-hmm. you know, I just... For me, like, aping is like, okay, well, we, we're obviously going to win this encounter this against these people. So let's just, like, make it quick, right? Let's just, like, run in. But, like, if you're in, like, a sweaty conversation or a, a sweaty mm-hmm. uh, match, like... It's not mm-hmm. going to 
you're, you're never it's never gonna enter your mind like oh yeah clearly the the move is to just like slide in with shotguns and kill everybody mm-hmm. uh if they're if they actually know what they're doing because they'll just you know back up and hit you with a fusion rifle or, or do something else so um yeah i i think i think i actually agree with what bungie said i think this is scarier on paper than a practice now don't get me wrong sliding around is like a classic uh mm-hmm. like pro pro tip and i think it's i think they probably should um make that it needs to be part of the meta because like sliding around and and that sort of thing is still fun um but i i i I tend to agree with them i don't think the the changes that they stated are that big a deal and i do think it's probably um Mm -hmm. it's probably uh scarier on on paper than it looks on paper than what it is can we take one little pause real quick sure um i'm just doing a little silence there for a cut um travis can you try and talk for a sec Yes, your audio and video like out of sync like for some reason. Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Once so I don't know if you want to like activate, turn off and turn off your camera. Yeah, let me try that because mine sometimes catches. Sick. How's this? Yes. Yep, you're good. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're yeah, back. Just I'll just do that in the future if I see anybody in the comments uh, yep. talking about just that. Just kind of yeah, a little no, it's more in sync. Yeah, I was good, like, good I will catchy. say Twitter. I literally just was like, oh, let me look at Twitter, and some people like they're literally muting stuff about sliding already slide and slide nerf that people are not thrilled about this they said it feels it looks scarier on paper than it feels in practice um somebody was like well i don't care i'll just have my um what is it stompies on and my icarus hand cannon and they'll just be in the air and it won't matter another person i saw a joke that is like they just want us like running and walking only they don't want us jumping because inaccuracy they don't want us sliding running and walking that's all you get boots on the ground (laughs) that's all you can do yeah yeah Um, twitter's gonna tweet I was going to say, is this anything it's I'm not as much of a slider. I've seen people use sliding very, very well. And it's scary yeah. when they do because it's damn impressive when it's used well. Um, the 1.5 X splinch, they're going after very specific things. Shotguns, yes. snipers like they're hitting these very specifically for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. I guess they don't want people sliding around corners and hitting headshots in crazy ways. But I guess we'll have to see yeah. how this all plays out. Maybe it's not as bad as everybody thinks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, I am a pretty aggressive slider. Anybody who's seen me play Crucible knows yeah. I slide a lot, but yeah. I'm still I just I just it's not that I think them nerfing sliding isn't a terrible idea. I do. I just mm-hmm. think the nerfs that they chose aren't that bad. Yeah, it's I was like, about to know, say, yeah, like, yeah, the it, stability. Yeah, OK, feeling. the pellet spread is interesting. I mean, the flinch was like that. That to me, I don't I mean, I don't I don't think that's that big of a deal. I wanted to ask both of you, though, um, stasis breakouts and um that whole cancer tra- uh, camera transition and the whole identification stuff like how are you guys feeling on e like where are you at with that because i know you're not you're not team stasis <laughs> so i'm curious for just the actual the frozen first players so, yeah, yeah frozen like, players and yeah, then I mean, the uh shortened breakout animation all that stuff i was curious i mean it i like the differentiation to know if it's like a super freeze or like a lesser freeze because those are yeah. different time links so you know if you even need to try I think that's actually a good thing to see. Hopefully a pretty substantial distinction. Like, is my screen like a block of ice or am I just like barely blue? I'm like, I'm hoping it's noticeable between those two. Um, Doing an airborne. Sure. I mean, you can't like if you're breaking out, I guess you're trying to do it anyway. You'll probably be breaking out as you fall. So it's a little Mm -hmm. bit faster. Um, I mean, that's I'm not as I'm not playing PVP as much. So I'm not really getting stasis up a lot. So that's more that's more just on what you guys think. Just the differentiation is a good thing, because if there is a difference between how long you're frozen it's good to be able to visually see it in quick like quick action 
Mm-hmm. Got you. Um, New Rad makes a great point. He stole my idea. Oh, yeah, I think, listen, I don't think it's going to be back to the shotgun thing. I don't think it's going to be as um dominant as people think. It's going to affect the apes as much, but I do think it will help if they truly do something with fusions. It could help fusions, and it's a, it's a play style, like the backpedal, the voops play style, that kind of thing to kind of, because the apes want to close that distance, right? You want to get in there kind of thing. So I'm curious to see if the meta shakes up depending on the buffs that may come with the next sandbox. That's, gotcha. that's the key. Because on paper right now, that sounds minimal. But if they do something else to other archetypes, now we can see a shift. And I don't know, Travis. Yeah, then then it might be it not, might not be ape season for you. <laughs> but we'll see. It's early. It's early. We we got to we'll see. Yeah, we'll I, see. I mean, I I I just don't get worried about it because I mean, if you're if you're committed to being good at Crucible, you'll you'll adapt course, and you'll course. figure out a new play style. And if you're if you just want to be like, oh, what you're using now and the weapons you're using now and the subclass you're using now are always going to be the best, most efficient way to play in Crucible, like. What, like why do you want that that sounds really boring like to me part Talk of the reason destiny's fun yeah part of the reason destiny's fun is because it's so dynamic and it's always changing and and the meta sort of is out in the wild and i i think destiny's actually been best but destiny crucible has been best when it took the longest for a meta to be established like mm-hmm. a, a big one so i think if they can I, I I don't get scared when this sort of stuff changes. If I wanted a game with a predictable sound sandbox that was super well balanced, there's a lot of other games I could play. For Destiny, I go for the Wild West. Like I want it to be uh, a little bit crazy and for people to have interesting weapons and you know for uh, buffs and and debuffs happening all the time. And so um, yeah, this is part of the game for me. I'm 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 excited to see what happens. And uh, as for the breaking out of ice stuff, I think those sound like good changes. I think. Uh, still obviously stasis i think is going to get a buff later down the road but Mm -hmm. i think right now they're trying to change the main complaints that we had about stasis before they do that Mm -hmm. and one of the main complaints is if you're on the receiving end it just doesn't feel good if you have some sort of chance to fight back i Mm -hmm. think it would have been a lot better received and so i think they're fixing that part and then they'll probably end up buffing uh stasis in pvp again i actually think they will like uh, down the road but um, for now, the PVE buff definitely needs to happen yeah. for, for Titans, which they talk about. So we're going to talk about. No doubt. Nope. Completely agree. I think you said it best. I think I my thought process is the same. That's why I love Destiny PVP. You know, my whole, th- the Wild Wild West analogy is perfect because, again, unlike other players, I don't get in my feelings when the meta shifts. I'm already two steps ahead whenever that shift and I see a role of a God role or something that I think even though it's not effective right now, this could be potentially effective if the meta shifts and I'll store that bad boy in the vault. So when the meta shifts, oh yeah, I got that. I'm ready to go. So when you stay married to one weapon, one archetype, one loadout, you're going to be affected by these things. Like what like Travis said, if you play and you love Destiny and you can adapt, that to me is what makes it exciting. I actually prefer that type of style, but I know it's not easy to me balance. Too. I know it's not, and I know people who are balanced purists hate it. I get that. This is not the game for you. But for me, give me the Wild Wild West. Let's, who's go? Who's the Who's the new top shooter right now? Who's the new man? Like I love that stuff. So it speaks to yeah. me. There mm-hmm. are balanced purists who play Destiny. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. People really? get really like. 
I, I, I mean, I know, I know, I know there are. I'm just saying, like, really, guys, this is the hill you're gonna die on. They, like, they balance die on destiny. They, like, what they were you nerfing thinking? my thing again and my thing, and, 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 and yeah. like, all right, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, yeah. we got a lot of stuff. Titans are up. I'm yep. dying to hear y'all on this. All right, Titans rally barricade. This barricade variant doesn't see much use. Um, yeah, standing behind the rally barricade now also provides the following buffs besides the reload speed benefits. 30% stability, 10% range, minus 50% flinch. Also for barricades, currently certain fast-moving abilities allow you to speed through an enemy barricade while taking minimal damage. The goal of this change is to make players think twice before dashing through a barricade to engage a titan on the other side. Barricades still can't use cause lethal damage, but dashing through one should now leave you with basically a sliver of health. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. It just says... Moving at high velocity, you now take more damage uh, when traveling through hostile barricades. Barricades now slightly protrude into the ground to better protect the Titan's feet on uneven ground. Basically, it would help projectiles and certain things from getting underneath the Titan's barricade for whatever reason they would. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, overall, Rally Barricade, I don't cannot think of the last time I even thought about using it. So, I mean, it's a positive. What's up? question do you not use it because uh, this is titan talk you have to educate me um you don't use it because y'all guys got the new exotic that has the better one that shoots Titans. through i don't use that so, that much but i mean that's a good okay. one for pvp anyway i'm curious for PvP, like, you want the height yeah. because you need your full body coverage yeah. even not okay. as a pvp player there's a reason that thing is tall <laughs> Okay. So Titans just makes no, that just, better. I'm just curious because I just throw a solo grenade on y'all. So I'm just curious how y'all, like how y'all feeling. I with, mean, and that's fine. With, you can still shoot through it. But. Travis, he like, <laughs> I love the disgust. I had to, had to poke the bear. But for, for your perspective. This is only, the rally is only a PvE thing. It's the only reason you'd ever even think about this to have, you know, the reload speed, the stability, the range. If you can put that, if there is a damage phase, which God knows every boss setup is like, stand here, mm -hmm. do damage. If they keep that train going. They're going to at least make Rally Barricade more beneficial for some people. Even in higher activities, having the reload speed now, stability, extra range for certain things, less flinch. Mm -hmm. Like, you're going to be more on target in a PvE setting. So this okay. is going to help that. I still don't know if it's going to help it a ton. Rally Barricade just seems like one of those, like, not the greatest ideas in the first place thing. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, just, okay. I can see it. I honestly, I think the, if you can... The fact that I think it's got like a um, recoil reduction or what, what was stability, the 50% 50% less flinch flinch yeah. that that to me, I mean, you could snipe over that thing. I mm -hmm. can see a lot of uh, a lot of benefits there, but mm -hmm. it really doesn't have any. Mm -hmm. I mean, the rally barricade right now, I think, is in a pretty bad place in the meta. Like oh. the hunter dodge is a really good ability. The oh, that's the best. The, by the, far. War, the warlock well has has a, a lot of like different ways you can use it mm -hmm. and the titans rally barricade got nerfed in pve and nobody uses it in pvp for obvious reasons and so you're just left with a wall and the wall breaks really quick and mm -hmm. if you're a if you let's say i've got a warlock next to me he's going to be dead before i can even get the wall up because he's a warlock right and uh so i mean because it just takes so long to deploy it and and then the only the only way that you can actually make it useful is if you use an exotic that lets you shoot through it right. which you should be able to do anyway in my mm. opinion with with the with the level that the hunter and the warlocks have with their class abilities i think you should just be able to shoot through the 
the wall by default. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, maybe that, maybe that sounds really imbalanced. Maybe it is, but yes. I, I just, yes, think it that, does. Um, <laughs> Continue. <laughs> but I, I mean, it's just like the hunter, like, I don't know. I, I guess I just have some envy. You? Yeah, what is I mean, you picture with the a hunter. Picture about a hunter. The hunter dodge is like obviously the best ability. Yeah. That's In the PvE? problem. And PVP. In PvP. I know you're talking, I'm talking about PVE right now. I know you go on PVP. I'm with you on PVP. But Even P- Hunter yeah. Dodge with Wormhusk like, okay. is a faster yeah. heal than, what is it, Heart of Inmost yes. Light? No. I, yeah. Um, I guess my question to the, my, it's just my like, Titan brothers. Yeah, go ahead, continue. No, that was all. Oh, no, I was just saying my question. I just I was surprised that you guys feel a little Hunter ability envy. I mean, I, I, I Okay, listen, I hope you said it in chat. Hunter Dodge is broken with Wormhusk. Nothing else can dodge, reload, heal, and get out of line of fire at the same time. Hunters using that in PvE like that, though? I mean, you could. You literally like, oh, I'm bad situation. Dodge, heal up, you know, get out of okay. cover, dodge to the side. Like, I mean, I Hunter just surprised dodge you guys look at is, Titan Hunter dodge is powerful. Okay. Titan barricade is cute at times. <laughs> okay. Fair <laughs> enough. I just wanted to get the mindset of the Titan and his barricade currently in the meta, and yeah. now we get in, yeah. in okay. high level my, PvP. Titan's ramparts feeling, is probably abused, but other than that, mm-hmm. okay. My my feeling is just that the Titan barricade is like irrelevant in the meta, more or less. Mm. I mean, there's oh, very very specific use cases you can use it in PVE. Mm-hmm. Nobody uses the rally, rally barricade in either mode because it just got nerfed into the ground and they never fixed it. And the tall one, it's like okay, well you can't shoot through it, so the only thing it's good for is if you're if you need to hide somewhere and wait to heal. And mm-hmm. if you were trying to do that, you could just use a warlock well because the warlock well just heals you right away. So like, what is the reason for the Titan barricade? That's yeah. my question, right? Okay. Um, so I think there, I think this needed to happen. I mm-hmm. actually think it's probably not even going to be enough. I think people might still not use the smaller barricade uh, in most cases. And I think the tall barricade is still just going to be the kind of mostly useless ability that it is now. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, I, I just have a. Uh, I I I think this is this is definitely. Yeah, I mean, a good direction. picture a warlock healing well. As you said, I can put up a wall. I can deflect shot for shots in front of me. If anything gets outside of that little spread in either PVE or PVP, I'm still in a very vulnerable situation. Warlocks have an omnidirectional look wherever they want, can attack or do whatever out of a healing rift that continues to heal, even yeah, if PV, I use an PVE exotic on enough. my wall. Mm. On my barricade that heals me, it's once. It's not a right. continuous heal. You guys have this continuous healing thing just lasting underneath your feet. You've got mm. exotics that make it last longer. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. So I was like, yeah, the barricade is definitely the redheaded stepchild of the abilities, in my opinion, compared to the other two. It's probably, and I wouldn't Continue. imagine that's behemoth. Uh, I don't want to read the entire wall of text here, but the main yeah. piece is cryoclasm. While equipped, base slide now shatters crystals and frozen enemies, uh, increases the duration, screen, effect, um, effects, notifying players that Cryoclasm long slide is ready from one second to four and a half seconds. Shiver Strike, they did increase the movement speed on it by 25% because that got nerfed kind of into the ground a little too hard, and it definitely hurt PvE. And the Whisper of mm-hmm. Rhyme fixed the bug where the overshield provided by Whisper was not scaling precision damage correctly. That's always one of those weird bugs. But Shiver Strike increased the movement speed. It got nerfed in the ground in PvE as well, which really hurt. Um, so that's good to see. I don't know if that's... I don't know how much it got brought down, but it's definitely not fully back to where it was. I know that. Right. 
Do you know, Travis, how much it was brought down before? It was a lot. I don't rem. Yeah, it was it was a significant amount, but yeah, I I I think this is good. I mean, obviously, it only affects PVE, so I people tend to just use whatever they want in PVE. I actually do see people use this uh, subclass in PVE still. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I haven't ever gotten much use out of behemoth in pve it's just never i've missed too many melees like the tracking on it's not great that i've missed too many enemies that i'm like oh let me punch and slide right by and then the fact <laughs> that you have to slam and then shatter and the warlocks over here just like gandalf a just war, like a lot a lot of like warlock free jealousy. smash easy, free smash easy i've been watching you i've been watching you have you seen how yeah. many warlocks do like grandmasters and the power of it's a potent oh, no, class facts. And I did warlock, warlocks no are extremely powerful facts. for the five seconds yeah. they stay alive they're really good they can be a thing to be right anywho middle Let's tree see. sunbreaker throwing hammer abilities increase time before hammer explodes so you have instead of six and a half seconds to pick up the hammer on the ground it's up to 10 so if you do want to use it you can be a little more forgiving to finish the fight um check and then go pick up your hammer that also increase the damage versus powerful pve combatants by about 50 percent. so if you hit a you know orange or yellow bar with the throwing hammer it's a 50 percent buff with the throwing hammer how we feeling what's up i mean that's better it definitely is. It's big. damn better. It's a melee. Lowest rung of the totem pole. Y'all better stop. Continue. And think think, think about how this is going to interact here. with the uh, the separate mapping for melee abilities, too. Yeah. That'll, and see this if that will combine like better. built for this. Yes. Yeah. Because it, so, it'll, it'll, it'll reduce the amount of times you accidentally throw your hammer, which happens to me all the time. Like, yeah. So I I... I I might actually give that uh, subclass a spin. Nice. I, I think, you know, they're doing the thing they normally do where they try to buff the less used subclasses yeah. in hopes that people use them more. And sometimes yeah. they end up fixing the problem and sometimes it's not enough and nobody uses it. So yeah. we'll see. Uh, see if we'll it's see what they do. But yeah, the Titan ones, I was sort of like, okay, like, yeah, that's interesting. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I probably will still not use the stasis subclass for PVE. And, oh. uh, I, but I will try out the, the, um, solar one that that tree has always been one i've wanted to like but it's just mm-hmm. never been in a good oh, spot tree, that whole burning mall super just always feels yeah not yeah. great it's never felt great i don't it was like good that in one for a while but i think they nerfed it i just maybe I remember, the tracking I remember liking and... it for like two weeks i just i don't know but <laughs> I, the melee I has always sucked yeah i have to agree with you i don't that middle one for y'all it's like oh let's smash the ground and do this fire tornado but it just yeah. it's been Twirl. Never feels like yeah. it's got to travel along the ground. It's the whole thing. I Top and bottom tree striker. Some of the game's melee based supers are a bit of a di- are at a bit of a disadvantage in today's sandbox. So we've decided to give a few of them some love. In the future, we'll be looking at ways to reduce the disparity between melee supers and range supers in a more substantial way. Mm. I'll be curious what they do there. Fist mm-hmm. of Havoc increased the slam detonation radius by fourteen percent. Uh, reduced the damage fall off of slam, and then reduced the slam attack activation cost. From 21 to 18 percent so i guess you might be able to get one more slam off if you do them fast middle tree striker as well uh the inertia override which honestly i forget what it specifically does uh increased duration from four seconds to six seconds sliding over an amber brick now grants 20 percent melee energy do you remember what that does is anything yeah is that the is that the behemoth one where when you do that uh when you do the the ground pound as your melee ability it charges your super maybe like yeah. you're i'm honestly blanking on what it is somebody in chat you, will probably you, know faster than i do yeah someone in chat will probably know it, inertia override, a, yeah, the, y'all. 
That's mid- well, yeah, that that's is. middle tree striker. So that's like middle tree striker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you, you, when you do when you do the when you do the pound, if you kill somebody, it charges your super. So that works in PVE and PVP. PVE, it's super good because it means you get your super back like all the time, especially if you are uh, doing a build that gets your melee back quick. Because mm-hmm. you can just keep charging your melee, and then your melee, as long as you're getting kills with that, you're charging your super. You're like um, Monte sort of Carlo. Just, yeah, mm, it, create, it creates a it creates a cycle of you using of you just build. like abusing that power and just getting your uh, your your Titan Slam back a bunch of times. So mm-hmm. I still think that's one of the most fun trees. If I'm playing in a mode and it doesn't really matter which tree I play as, mm-hmm. I play as that one. Yeah, actually, usually oh Thundercrash, yeah, fun. especially with the super now, just yeah. yeah. Top tree sentinel. Uh, they said Ward of Dawn. They increased the damage taken from bosses from 0.25x to 7x at zero resilience. The higher resilience, uh, the more damage it can be taken. Now, I read this as like the player, but they mentioned that down below for another subclass, which I think it's Ward of Dawn they mentioned it yeah. on. And the mm-hmm. way they phrased it clarified. They say, same thing. Uh, increase the damage taken from bosses uh, by 0.25. For you guys, it's up to one and a half x Mm-hmm. Uh, the damage taken can scale based on the resilience stats. You guys actually would need resilience for Well of Radiance, but it says, note, this refers to the Well of Radiance itself and not Self, the players not inside the, the player well. So I think the same mm-hmm. thing. So if you're standing in the well and you have your shield, you're still not going to take a crap ton more damage by standing there. Mm-hmm. I think more it's the fact that it's the bubble. If you put the bubble on a boss and this boss is smashing the bubble, then I think if your resilience is not very high, then that bubble is going to get killed quicker. Titans already have high resilience, so I don't know how much this is actually going to change. Yeah. But I guess they don't want people basically spawning supers on bosses to sit there and nuke them forever. We'll see. Pretty much. Sense. Yep, pretty much. Vintage bunny. For hunters, uh, Revenant, main two pieces, Silence and Squall, they increase the movement speed of the Squall itself. So the Storm will be traveling 20% faster. I mean, there's times you can usually get away from it. So now it will be chasing you with a bit more passion. Uh, the squall storm oh now God. stops when it touches a boss. Now they did mention it touches when it touches a boss, it stops to hopefully make it damage more, not just kind of like roam away. Right, roam. But if the boss it, yeah. moves, <laughs> then the then the squall does not it's restart again. Yeah. And they said they're working on improving that in the future. So they're trying to figure oh, okay. out how to make the super like, I guess, target something and stay targeted to it, as opposed to yeah. hit a boss, stop moving, then the boss moves, and then it's stuck there and being stupid. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Also, withering blade projectile speed. Uh, they want to bring that back up a little bit after the nerf. About ten percent of projectile speed and tracking will be increased. Mm-hmm. Middle tree gunslinger. That is mm. uh, thousand knives, I guess. Knife trick, which uh, increased the burning duration from three seconds to four seconds. So they're going to give that timer a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Top tree gunslinger. Neither of us are hunters, so I'm sure there's hunters just like screaming over all this stuff, and we're like, yeah, <laughs> sure, whatever. Uh, the six shooter damage fall off now starts at 25 meters instead of 20. Uh, basically, they just said it would reduce how often you need to get two shots in Crucible. Right. It sounded like. Interesting. Arc Strider, Arc Staff. Uh, they're going to extend the passive super duration from 16 to 20 seconds. Increase the heavy slam detonation radius by a meter. Increase damage versus PVE combatants by 33%. Mm. So... P arc staff in PVE 33% stronger. This is not the biggest mm. PVE buff, but there are some weak supers in PVE. Yeah. And we're going to get to yours. Oh, which, yeah. I can't wait. Which we is hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. How much of a buff? But even th- like 33% more damage on a super. Again, this comes back to my like, hey, rockets are sucked for two years. Now we're going to give them 30%. 
This is again right. when they do all the, the the data and they put it all together and they collect all yeah, this they, and then they do the research and they're testing and then we're like, okay, now it's a third stronger. I'm like, that's substantial. Yeah. <laughs> when you start no, adding I mean, up the damage, like that'll make a difference as opposed to, hey, this this doesn't feel quite right. You want to give a 10% buff, but they have to go yeah. through and do an entire like yeah. doctoral dissertation before they yeah, get to like a final a, number. A cutoff point on the data. Do you, do you I, think I, they I, throw I, a, a dart at a dartboard to decide the percentage? If it was 34.12, yes, but 33 is kind of a number. Mm-hmm. It at least sounds good, I guess. Uh, top tree arc strider, deadly reach, increase the duration from eight to ten seconds. And middle tree arc strider, lightning weave, dealing damage with tempest strike now triggers lightning weave. Timer Ooh. can be extended by dealing damage with any weapon. I am not a hunter mm-hmm. expert, so I'm not entirely sure what that one implies. Lightning weave. Um, there's again hunters. Sorry, you're freaking out. We we did not round out the podcast with a titan of warlock and honor. <laughs> we are titan heavy. We apologize. Um, middle tree night stalker spectral blades reduce the damage reduction from during mm. the super from 52 to 47 percent they had some of the highest damage reduction of everybody mm. so they're bringing that down and then reduce additional damage reduction while invisible it was a five percent increased damage reduction now it's only a three percent so it was 52 now it's 47 and then mm-hmm. while invisible it was 57 and now it's 50 yeah hmm. So it's definitely seems to be you'll be able to have a better chance of killing a spectral blade if you can spot their crazy people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank God. Warlock. This one's yours. Yeah. Um, Winter's Wrath. Start with Shade Brander. Um, reduce Shadow Pulse damage for versus close range supers. So Warlock must now freeze and shatter twice to defeat players in Burning Maul, Fist of Havoc, Sentinel Shield, Nova Warp. Arc staff or spectral blades. Glacial quake still only requires one shot. Huh? There. Yeah, I, I'm going to That finish. was cheesy as hell, man. Getting killed <laughs> out of your super because somebody froze you and staffed you yep, from like yeah. 25 yards away. This, to me, I don't have too much of a problem with it only because the range on it was so long. And the fact that, yeah, if you have a roaming. I mean, you have a close range super. You really couldn't do anything. Couldn't do it to you so, guys. Yeah, that that was fair. Now here's here's the big one, y'all. That top tree dawn. Yeah, yeah. T T deep. So celestial fire. That's the uh, melee. So it looks like they're gonna reduce the tracking cone angle, aiming shape, proximity to de- de- uh, detonation now shrinks over time. Reduce detonation size by one meter. Damage fall off increased at a short at short distances. Then the Icarus Dash, very controversial, um, now provides one air dodge every four seconds. While under the effect of heat rises, though, it increases to two dodges every five seconds. And then heat rises, the increased duration from 10 to 15 seconds. Increase the time extension awarded for air kills while heat rises is active. The extension duration differs based on the type of enemy killed. That's interesting. Your location now appears on enemy radar when using heat rises. This is going to be interesting in the community. (laughs) I didn't know that was a thing it did already. So I was like, you're telling me you're invisible while you're crazy floating in the air? I didn't even know. I did not know that was a thing. So. Mm-hmm. You're not uh, right. Yeah, about thank God. This is. I think this is something that needed to happen because that is kind of cheesy. The um, whole not being able to. What about the Icarus dash and your wonderful? Yeah, you're already flying. There is going. Oh, sorry. It's the tie. I was just gonna say you're already flying. You need to be invisible too. Is that bad? <laughs> it's because it's that it's that it's that uh, ability to not stay alive unless you're if a warlock isn't hidden, they're dead. Right. That's what happens. Uh, 
At least to my fire team. I'm waiting Guardian for him. Down. I'm right, waiting for him to finish his foolishness. I'm waiting for his foolishness to finish so I can actually speak the facts of the <laughs> go class. Ahead, go ahead, Thank you. Right, Thank you, sir. Now that your foolishness is talk, done. Your Osiris um, talk. Like, like I was saying. Like I always say, like I say, the celestial fire is interesting. That's the melee. That part is interesting. I mean, I I don't know. I didn't think that part of it. The Icarus dash, I understand. The Icarus dash, I understand. The double. That's a is, lot. Of, that's a lot of movement. What is with the snarky comments? No, I'm time? saying like the Icarus dash. Like, is the double? Did you feel that was almost too much? Do you feel the one is okay? Where do you? Because I know seeing like a a warlock do a double dash in the air is obviously like very powerful i wondered where you fall on icarus dash this is where i fall on it i think that <laughs> shout out to teddy thank you i think travis confusing warlock 100 exactly he don't know what he's talking about but like i was saying with the icarus dash at first when i read it i didn't like it right but then when i seen what they did it's not that bad it's like one air dodge every four seconds right now it's probably like you get two you know back to back you know without anything so i don't have a problem with that per se where I like, where people don't realize is a, a low-key buff, is they're encouraging Heat Rises. Because if you yes, use Heat are. Rises, yeah. yeah, then it increases. You get two dodges every five seconds, which is kind of how it was pre-Heat Rises. Before, you could do the two dashes without Heat Rises. So basically, they, they say, but now when you use Heat Rises, you're getting the, the radar on the map. So that's the balance. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't have too much problem with this. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I have to admit, as a warlock main, in PvP, top tier drum, it, it, that's the superior class. Like it's yeah. it's like so it, they had to do something to to bring it down a little bit in line with the other stuff, and we'll get into the stuff. So overall, I do hear what Travis is saying. He just being messy for no damn reason. So we gonna Man. move on. We gonna move on. Now this is the one I'm excited about. Middle. I'm just saying if you're if you're <laughs> in the air and you have the ability to dodge, it's already hard to see you. Yes. Not appearing on radar is yes. sort of like. Yes. All right, man. Like, how, how many much. more advantages yeah. do you need? Yeah, it's yeah, a bit much. So. It's a bit much. You know what I'm saying? But in, in its defense, it took a long time for Top Tree to get to that level. Top Tree used to be super trash. Then they went too far. Now they're bringing it down. Okay. Middle Tree, which is, you know, well arrayed and all that stuff. Okay. So the increased damage taken, which E already talked about from yeah. bosses, kind of from 0.25x to 1.5x at zero resilience. Damage taken can scale down to 0.25 eggs based on the owner's resilience stat. Note, this refers to the well of radiance itself and not players inside of the well, which you mentioned. Increased damage resistance buff versus enemy players from 20% yep. to 40%. Interesting. Players inside well of radiance are now immune to stasis, freeze, and slow. I would have talked to E about this. Well sword can now be frozen and shattered by stasis. And then guided in flame, increased duration from 7 seconds to 10 seconds and increase damage buff from 20% to 25%. E, I know me and you have in the past have always talked about... Oh, we joked about fire not being able to be frozen. Yes. You remember and I guess who gets it first? That. Warlocks. Oh, buff again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you te no, you teed... You got a point, though. You teed that one up for me. If you're ever on fire in the game, why are you getting frozen? It doesn't seem... Oh yeah, we've joked yeah, about anyway. that as like, you know, counterbalances to like light and dark subclasses. Right. You have ice and you literally have fire. I'm like, I'm walking around as a giant ball of titan fire. Mm -hmm. Why can I be frozen? <laughs> <laughs> especially so from should, about 12 be yards away to frozen. especially as well, like, like that would be a cool counterplay <laughs> well you kind of get that with shade bounder right because if i'm using my shade Fi binder, i finally I can't get frozen be like oh i'm running yeah you, you've got that now so finally like, you're still gonna be yeah, able to hit me twice finally. and probably freeze me 
Oh my god, you guys want everything. Jesus. I mean, I'm just saying when when the sandbox is finished, it almost seems natural like there should be counters, right? Yeah. And ice and fire almost seem like they're counters. At least, you know, if you hit me with an ice move, maybe the most that happens is you put out my fire. But freeze me, I think you're skipping a few steps there. You know, I should just be a wet titan if you free hit me with a with ice and I'm on fire. You know what I mean? Wet like, titan. <laughs> I should just be I should just be wet. Oh, I just look like I'm dripping. I leave just, a puddle wherever I go. That would make sense to me i just freezing me i just have a problem with it i'm like you it doesn't make sense to me but i I do think this is a good change if you're literally standing in a well of fire like the fact the idea that you'd be slowed or frozen is crazy and the fact that gives you guys more enemy like the pvp buff for you guys makes well more Mm -hmm. viable to stand in not get frozen and obviously take less damage so i mean you're you're gonna be really hard to kill in a well like near impossible it seems like (laughs) Oh, if no, you, not near impossible now. Come I mean, on. if you thunder crash on top, you may be. But I mean, gun to gun standing in a well like that damage reduction of 40 percent plus your healing. It's going to be hard to kill. It's Who's hard to kill using a, this in the well outside of a random. I'm not saying person well happens in Iron in, Banner. Yeah, I was like, I'm not saying well B. happens a lot in <laughs> PVP. But I'm saying yeah, if somebody chose to use that play style for like, what about a control yeah, yeah, point? If they commit to it, if they commit yeah. to it. Yes, if they yes, commit yes, to like absolutely. a high resilience yeah. and then, you know, something like that. Yeah, I agree. So. I see people rocking at Iron Banner this week. Lots of well radiances and really? endo I'm, bubbles. Yeah. Really, I'm used to the mm. bubble titan doing. It. I've never seen the, the. But yeah, I mean, this would this would definitely encourage that playstyle for yeah. sure. I will give E that. Moving on, bottom tree. This one is for me. Let's go. Phoenix dive reduce reduce delay before dive starts. Can now input That's great. a direction to dive in that direction. That's nice. Ignition touch, ability rework, solar ability kills, and kills on burning targets now cause targets to explode and burn other nearby enemies. This is great. This is a playstyle I use in PvP. Phoenix Dive is supremely underrated because Phoenix Dive, Hmm. you can actually heal on the way down a snippet of your health. So you can get into an engagement, run or jump in the air, and then just come down and get a little bit of health back. Super important in the igniting touch. This is going to be good. Um, and with Dawn Chorus, the people that get the buggy eye, if you got that helmet, this is really going to help in PVE with burning enemies. And that's one of the highest uh, DPS supers, even more than um, Chaos Reach, if you throw a grenade on somebody with the burning effect. But that's another thing. Anyway, Middle Tree Stormcaller. Uh, so now we got Chaos Reach, increased beam environment collision size to better match collision size with damage size that's funny reduced beam damage p- radius in pvp for 20 percent. this had to happen that that's it, yes. it's it's broken i have to admit as a warlock that thing be hitting the things it ain't supposed to hit i've i've been the recipient of it it's 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 messed up reduced thing beam, will ruin your whole career for sure yeah for sure reduced beam endpoint sphere radius in pvp by 33 percent I think these are all self-explanatory. Yeah. I don't know if I have to go into it. Yep. We, we know what this is. This no, had yeah. to happen. I'm yeah, tired of getting had to happen. Yeah. Yeah, chaos reach behind a wall. I just played a whole bunch of, um, what you call it, crucible recently, competitive, and that was happening. I was going on my nerves. Anyway, bottom Combine three. Combine that with the refunding system, and it was yes, extra toxic. With the yeah. extra and Teddy. Teddy. Teddy, the refund master over here. <laughs> Teddy. I'm going intellect- to put, put on my glasses so I can do the same thing. Yeah. Teddy. Teddy, 100 <laughs> intellect. Teddy. Running chaos reach. What's that? What's the name of the power when you get it to eighty percent and you you run and you get oh, it back up to hundred? Yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. The geomax. Yeah, yeah, topping off, yeah. topping off. Yeah, 
Topping off. Teddy. Anyway, that's my man. I got to mess with him. Oh, I ran with him. He, he had like four supers in a match. It was crazy. Yeah, he's uh, like that every time I've done yeah, PvP. He's with him, super so, toxic right. with that build. Continue. Oh, Bottom Tree Stone Call is a favorite of mine. Arc Soul. Increase duration from 12 seconds to 13. Okay. Increase fire rate by 10%. Very underrated. Usually have an exotic that does that. Electrostatic Surge. Now increases sprint speed when allies are near. I forgot what electro, Electrostatic Surge does. But anyway. Landfall. This is big. Now fires five arc ground projectiles on cast. This is good. We need that Titan smash. When we come down, I want a bigger area effect. That's what the Titans could do. I like that for us. I'm good. Now this is the baby right here. Middle tree void. Let's get it. Oh, I saw Nim. Nim plays. Oh, Nim Nim plays. Is so excited about this. No, no. I can't wait to talk to Nim. This is for us because, oh, so long. Increased damage by PVE versus PVE compared by 73%. That's insane. Before y'all scoff. No, that's how sad, that's how much that needed it. Oh, okay. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, Anything that needs I a thought you going to give me hell. I joke, I'm okay. joking about rockets needing 30%. Anything that Bro. needs a PVE buff by 73%. And somebody Bro. literally tagged me on Twitter where it's somebody's like, uh, Nova Warp against a Red Bar Knight Bro, and a Grandmaster. A red, the Red Bars be laughing at you. You use Nova Warp. Yeah, that's it's a joke. That's it is a joke. Yes, that's sad. That's like that. I mean, that the Knights much... are laughing at you anyway because you're a Warlock. But, Shut up, Travis. Uh, Moving on. <laughs> but no, but like that big of a number just says, yeah, that cl- sub that super was broken in PvP. Or PvE. Yeah, it was, that's that's it was really sad. never balanced. Yeah. Like, it's like they made it for PvP and like no one's ever gonna use this in PvE. But anyway, moving on. Yeah. No no longer slows movement speed. No no longer slows movement speed while charging and charge. Interesting. So that that we're gonna get some mobility here. That's closing distance. This could be a sleeper. And now detonates on cast. That's big. So you could use it as almost like a reaction, like. Boom, pop yep. it in area. F- Ooh, Nova Walt. Watch out, y'all. It, it could be something. Ah, he's favorite. This is favorite right here. Oh, shit. Handheld <laughs> Supernova. This is his baby. Uh, he loves it. He loves it. Increased damage versus PVE combatants by 100%. Boys, it's PVE. get out it's your fine. controverse holes, I don't baby. Mind, I, don't mind it. I don't mind it in PVE. Yeah, That's fine. PVE is fine. But it being the only one hit grenade in PvP is a little. Yeah, that was messy. It was. It was yeah. messy. It was toxic. I admit. I admit. Now yeah. and, and, the cone and, uh, was like this wide. <laughs> yeah, it was stupid. It was. It was dumb. I ain't gonna lie. And increased hold time though. But to, I guess to balance it, you gotta yeah. hold it now that extra from two point five to three point two. Yep. And that's it. So that that's what I got on the warlocks. Overall, my thoughts as a warlock main. Pretty fair. I can't get too crazy. I'm re- I'm really happy about Nova Warp. I'm really happy about um what you call Bottom Tree um Storm. I haven't used that in a while. And yeah, I mean Nova. Let's be honest. If you're a Void Lock, you're using Devour for the most part. Uh, you may use Top Tree to charge up. So Nova Warp needed love. I know that guy. Yeah. I know their analytics show like zero point one percent usage because nobody's. <laughs> Using. I think this was I think the Warlocks got the best set of buffs and debuffs because like you said, you're happy about these things that got buffed and the rest of the world is happy about Chaos <laughs> Reach getting yeah. debuffed. So like Chaos Reach and Top think, Tree I th- Dawn. Yeah. yeah. Had to get. I think Warlocks got the most love in all of this uh stuff. So. Yeah, I thought it was fair. I thought it was fair. What about overall with you, Titans? Like you overall with all these things you got, buffs, debuffs, like where are you guys at overall with the changes? I'm mean, happy about barricades, but I don't think any of the 
subclass buffs are really going to change a lot yeah. on the Titan. I mean, maps. it's like the hammer's mm -hmm. fine. It's, you know, you could toy around with a little more if you use, but yeah. if you're stuck with the burning mall, um, nothing, I mean, nothing excites you to, to try E like that. I mean, the top and bottom tree striker for the slams having, you know, bigger radius, you know, less activation cost. I mean, that's not a bad thing, but I mean, overall, it's not going to, none of this really says I'm going to change my play style. I'm not going to go. Are you meaning, what are you meaning PVE for end game content? Your go to then still. I mean, I typically, I honestly really should probably use my super every so often. <laughs> No, usually I'm literally going through like lost sectors. I'm like, I don't use my super and I don't use exotics. So anybody who takes my guide can take my base level crap Which and use whatever you're going to use to make it better. So I don't I literally ever cast my super. So it's like, I feel like I haven't cast Jesus. the super. Jesus. But I was like, I don't want to be like, yeah, what is going on? No, here? but the reason is, is like, I'll, I'll literally say, at a, super? but I'm literally going to say, I'm like, hey, here's a great place to cast the super. Hey, here's a good exotic that you can use. I'll tell you what you can use, but I don't want to be like, hey, here's a champion that's kind of annoying. Use your super here. But it would be my super as opposed to anybody else's. So I literally make it to where no, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. So I make it for everybody. It. And then you can just take your build, make it easier. <laughs> so it's like, but feel. for me, like nothing I read is... As you said, Nova Bomb or Nova Warp. That's like a game changer. That makes that subclass like, hey, I'll go try that out. Nothing Can't like wait. throwing hammer for Burning Maul is not enough to make me use Burning Maul, probably. Mm -hmm. Top and bottom striker at least has some decent potential, um, but nothing. It's just going to be bigger, but you already kind of smash and blow stuff up your near anyway. Middle mm -hmm. tree striker, I would have to look what initial override does, but that's like a melee yeah. build. And top tree sentinel got kind of nerfed, so... Gotcha. Like, hmm. honestly, not much for me is really game changing as a Titan. Trav, anything exciting you, like, that you like, it's going to make you at least try a new playstyle, a new Titan subclass. Oh, yeah, Nothing? yeah. I mean, I'll try all of them. Uh, I, I mean, that's sort of my go-to is I just like messing around and trying different things, which uh, people I play PvP with get mad at because I end up just using the session as an experimentation and, and don't get good at anything <laughs> right yeah, yeah. Uh, he's just messing around yeah yeah i just like to do that i like to try different weapons and different play styles and, and just kind of goof off and figure out what's good um and then i really only ever get sweaty toward the end of the season when i absolutely have to um but yeah uh i'll, I'll try them all out but again i think i think the more exciting uh buffs and debuffs are uh in the warlock and um hunter camps mm -hmm. and the titans it's all sort of just like a little bit of fine tuning Tweets. i will yeah. say the the barricade thing is is big i think that's okay. probably the biggest thing titan's got i don't know that it fixes it but it will at least give us some options and uh less 50 percent less flinch if that works on snipers and the way i'm hoping it does um that could be a huge game changer it could mean that titans are just like the sniper class now because we can just avoid flinch and take people out with our barricades and set up shop in one part of the map and just go crazy so um, I would love that, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, so far, most of the most of the patches. I mean, weirdly, the thing I'm happiest about is like the Warlock Chaos Reach debuff, and yes. also just the fact that I'm going to see more different Warlock subclasses yeah. in PvP is nice. Like just because you know you're you're I'm facing off against these classes too, so I want there yeah. to be variety in that. No um, but yeah, other than that, just it's okay. Cool. Good. Cool. See how cool, it changes cool. things up. I'm overly excited. <laughs> I know you are. You got a lot. You got a lot in this uh, yeah. twelve for there's sure. Some, there's a shift, but I mean, seeing chaos reach come down is a good shift for others. So it's like there's there's balance both ways. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. As for powering up stasis, basically they state when you get your stasis powers, 
getting the fragments and the aspects is not very clearly stated to you. So they're trying to make that better and also show the fact that it's like a path that has like many unlocks that you need to work through. And they want to make that very clear when you interact with the stranger. So they mm -hmm. are working on trying to make the Born in Darkness quest, which had a lot of steps, and then the exotic and all that stuff, make that a much more manageable. And they're also trying to make the aspects and the fragments like all show up that you don't have. So you can be like, oh, I have like eight more of these things that's going to unlock the class. So they're trying to make it much more obvious, especially for newer players, if they jump into Beyond Light, try it out, what Stasis is all about. It's this thing you should have. Hey, I did went and did the basic quest. I've got it. Oh, there's like 12 more things I can work on as opposed to, is there this quest buried in my inventory that unlocks a bunch of stuff and they don't know it? So it's just right. a general quality of life for people who aren't aware and also to show you what yeah. you haven't got yet. So generally a good I thing. I get that. Just yeah, makes me that. wonder when we're ever going to see that type of change for the other subclasses, but... From the they PvP, they do it. I was like, from the PvP bandwidth type stuff, I don't see it's really soon. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a while. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, but other than that, one thing again for anybody listening to this, I want to reiterate the display name of the first platform the players log in with Des with when they play Destiny Two at the beginning of season fifteen will become your Bungie name. So whatever you want that to be, pick the platform that has the right one. And make sure it's normal looking. Otherwise, you're going to be Guardian 12,722. Mm -hmm. That's mostly Thanks. it. Yeah, it's mostly it. Good one. Good, good stuff today. A lot of Not a lot going on in Destiny, but it's still going to be a very exciting couple of weeks as we see how the sandbox shifts and get ready mm -hmm. for uh, whatever they got planned for August 24th. Random side tangent. Um, shout out to my boy Randolph. Always on last night. Do you know, I'm, we know how we sitting here complaining. I'm not complaining, but we'll be like, yo, it's not a lot to do. We did everything we had to do, whatever. I'm looking at most games play. I'm like, how in the hell is Destiny in the top 10 on Xbox Live and most games played with nothing going on? That goes mm -hmm. to show you a lot, bro. And I'm like, right. we're at the end of the seat. That's when you're supposed to check out, right? You know, so it goes to show you the casuals are still playing. They're still catching up. I got to call my boy addict out right quick he's catching up he's been playing destiny super casual he's catching up to the rest of his season pass right oh, now and finishing up so um yeah i mean it's just it's a different time i finally got my gm done you know got my grandmaster finally got one under my belt so i could say i did it and uh just working nice. on some stuff and that's it man but very interesting times at least we got some good info you know in reference to the sandbox and pvp and what's going on yeah i mean <laughs> Obviously, the 24th just seems like more of the bomb possible. <laughs> so everything mm -hmm. is going to be coming on the 24th. I think we were talking that about that before we started, because the next one, I literally just tweeted to these guys because I saw DMG said, what about Geomags? And they said, the armor twab is next week. Ooh. So Geomags, exotics, probably exotic, going to fall in there. Let's go. Exotic armors, let's go. I was like, let's see what I always they got. complain this about is, that. This is going to this is gonna be probably the most important one i think mm -hmm. yeah so we will see if one. these two want to do it while i'm gone or if they want to wait till mm -hmm. we come back and do it with our oh, guests we're definitely gonna do it well then i'll just you know how i love that's, it. that's fine so yeah you know that's, that's what seems to be on deck but it is sandbox 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 for the next three Ooh. weeks and then on the 24th just everything else the story the new mm -hmm. season, which we don't know anything about, that stuff's going to be going on. Jump into the new season, figure out about what's going on there, figure out the tease for Witch Queen. Um, mm -hmm. I will be gone next week. Check into these two. Follow Lord Cognito. Follow Travis. Mm -hmm. um, they will probably be tweeting where their episode of The Last Word is going to be going on for a little bonus while I'm gone. 
It's a little bonus one. You know, yeah. And enjoy your vacation, friend. And enjoy your vacation, sir. Thank you. Well, as yeah. we well kind deserved. of yeah, as we kind of wrap up, um, we'll I'll be working on prepping and packing and getting no sleep. Um, what are you guys going to be doing over the course of the next week or so? Any? Because we're a little yeah. earlier towards the weekend, but I mean, you still might have some stuff going and working on. What do you guys got coming up? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's going to be. Um, I want to get that time lost fate bringer. I want to work on that because I believe that's that's the challenge this week. I need yep. that clan. <laughs> so I'll, I'll get that done. Maybe just finish up my title and then I'll pretty much be good on Destiny at that point for a while. I got everything I need done. Other than that, just been uh, working on the backlog. Ascent came out, so I want to get that done. After Term of PS5, it's been a while. I got to get um, Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Interlude done, so I got I to gotta get that. Just like a lot of, you know... Clean up. And Mass Effect, of course, you damn near passed me now. And then, too, I got to get. But I've been doing like every single mission. You know, I've been, I've been like Most. the nostalgia. Yeah. yeah, like every single one I'm doing. So I've been knocking. I got the whole crew together. It's just now the loyalty missions. And I think Arrivals. But then people I told like me I should. Arrival, you should do after I heard. At the end, that's what they told me. They say, wait on Arrival. Yeah, so go I back like, and do right. that. Yep. Yeah. And that's it. What yeah. about you, Trav? I put Mass Effect down. I I beat Mass Effect Ooh. one, and that took a lot out of me. So I got uh, I got partway through Mass Effect two, and then I was like, "All right, I just watched my girlfriend play through all three. I need to take a break." Oh, so if, you, if you've that, seen but, it, uh, yeah, it's pretty fresh. Yeah, That's... I literally just saw it, and the entire time I was like, "Wow, I remember way more of this game than I wanted to." Like, because <laughs> I, I, there's like no surprises, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm I'm playing um, Death's Door. Uh, nice, wi- nice. I've got that on my list. Lo- longingly at the Halo Infinite uh, oh, app that I had, which we I can't play that anymore. Yeah, Travis, he's uh, a beast. I, I didn't even get to touch it. He's so. a beast. Oh, I in believe that it. Game. Yeah, I I did pretty good. I got half of the kills our team got in the, the <laughs> one of the few matches we got to play. Um, uh, team of four. I think I did like twenty five. Mm-hmm. Heard it was on for like two hours. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was. It, I only got Very two quick. matches in, but those yeah. were a glorious two matches. Um, yes. Yes. So yeah, uh, it was. Um, yeah, I've been doing that. I'm working on an IGN review for Ooh. the 17th, but we'll definitely have uh, a show before that. And other than that, I've just been chilling in Destiny, man. I, I'm I'm playing a little bit every week. I I finished my grind for uh, Solstice or uh, the heroes. Oh, you did it. Nice. Thanks. I nice. did it. I got it, man. I earned that t-shirt. I'm definitely not going to wear because they refused to make ties. Come on, Bungie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm done with that. And then, uh, yeah, I've got, I'm, I'm jamming an RPG this weekend. So I've been spending Ooh. a lot of time uh, working on my prep work for that. So that's my nice. life right now. But nice nice e besides vacation anything else you're gonna play up uh i mean leave? yeah i was like grime i was working through i don't know how long it is but i mean when i come back i need to play that one um yeah it's like it's that and death door are both pretty high for me um if yeah, i can death get door, both in before like. the start of the season yeah it's like death door's yeah, there you need to play that so like you. that one kind of has that you know dodgy action feel and grime is basically a side scrolling version of the same thing you've got a dash you've got progression you've got different weapons some stats and leveling up and kind of the souls like combat they did a cool thing with the parry and grime where you parry enough and kind of absorb the enemies and it's i don't know they did they did some cool stuff in grime that i'm kind of digging so far for being i think it was made by like two people again these things where they're made be like tiny tiny teams i'm always kind of blown away what comes out of those so that and then yeah. death door because i'll come back and i'll do epilogue in like an hour we know that's not going to take long so when i come back in those kind of two and a half weeks of downtime ish that i'll have when i come back well no it's like 11 days 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll see how much I get done before then. But yeah, it's on on the 24th. So between now and then, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We got a lot. When you come back to it, it's going to be so fun, too. We're we going to be hitting the ground running. It, it's yeah, going to be so. a ton of news. Yeah, the you guys will have start. epilogue and armor while I'm gone. So you guys will yeah. have big stuff there. Mm-hmm. And then whatever the third one is. And we have Patty Cakes, uh, really cool content creator, streamer. Uh, he will be joining us on the 20th for the basically pre-show. Mm-hmm. And we'll know on that show on the 20th mm-hmm. if we're going to have anything at all to tell yeah. us what season 15 is about. But I'm not holding my breath. No doubt. No, shout yeah. out to everybody Probably that not. pulled up because, uh, again, we didn't really give much notice. This was an on-the-fly decision. It was like 50-plus of y'all in there. And, yeah. um, salute. That, that's always love to see. That uh, people wanted to, to hear that twelve, and you know maybe if schedules align, maybe you know we'll see how it works we'll in the see future. See how Thursdays maybe. work, yeah, yeah. See how Thursdays work for everybody, but it's 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 on the table. We don't know if it's definitely, yeah. but it's on the table. Mm-hmm. But that's about all I got for this one. So thank you, chat. Thank you everybody for this random one. You guys be safe out there. Hopefully my travels are as smooth as they possibly can be in this crazy world. But for now, a August fifth. Thank you guys for episode number one sixty one. But for this one, it has been. The last, the last, last word. word.